welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle of or whatever you're having. What is happening? What is going on, <laughs> you potheads? Another uh, another another day in the life of Kimmel Tucky, or is that just kind of the world in general at this point? Uh, it's just the daily parade <laughs> in Seattle. Oh man, Colorado! Did you hear what's going on in Colorado the other day? What about Chicago? Man, that's been uh, that's been trending in Twitter all day. It's the top uh, top U.S. news this morning. Is more than one hundred arrested in Chicago. Chicago? Um, Chicago, amid Chicago. the unrest and looting following the police-involved shooting. So, yeah, that was all last night. And, you know, after months and months and the highest numbers uh, in murders and, and, and everything that's gone on in Chicago child so murders. far this year, child murders, child yeah. deaths, Yeah. you know what? Lori Lightfoot actually came out today and spoke out against it. She actually got on the and did a press conference today and spoke out against it like... Um, like she's she's now she's now decided to take a stand. Oh, okay. That it's it's time for this to stop. Mm. So, you know, slow down. So what you do have like so, an, a, what slow you, down. What you what you do have like an epiphany or? Yeah, uh, I, I I'm not sure. May, well, maybe they were knocking on her door last night. I don't know. You know how that little, goes. Little, yeah, a little too close to home. <laughs> the, the mayors the mayors are all okay with what's going on in their city until all of a sudden it's at their door and that's uh whoa, whoa, yeah. Right I don't here. I don't know what changed her mind last night, but all of a sudden that was uh that she was had it. a bad nightmare. She, she was not happy and did a press conference today and basically threatened all the offenders and said, we are coming for you. And, and yeah, yeah. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Sure. Shoot. Have you ever had a nightmare change your life? Like, like, can you recall like a nightmare that you ever had that was just so visual? Like it just, you just oh, nev yeah. never forgot. Like you never forget it. Yep. And you, have you ever had that dream over and over again? Because I, I have, and it's, it's, it's really weird and I don't want to get in details, but yeah, it was like. But it kind of changed my my whole perspective on on a few things, and it was the it was basically the good and the evil war that that could potentially happen between God and you know and the devil. Okay. Right. So yeah. All right. All so right. yeah, that was the whole thing. But I just I just sum it up real quick. I I killed the devil with his own pitchfork at the end of my dream, and then I woke up. Good for you. Hell yeah, man! I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's chasing me, and it's like. I can't get away, and it's like slow motion, man, and I'm running, and it's hell and brimstone and fire and all this stuff, and, you know, I kicked his ass for a minute, and I grabbed his pitchfork, and I'm running on this hill, burning fire hill, and I turn around, and he's, like, standing right there, and I just stopped, and I jammed, I jammed his, like, triton thing right into this rock, and he ran right into it, and I killed him. I was like, yeah! And then I woke up. I'm like, man. <laughs> man, nice. Yeah, but honestly, that was a weird dream, man. But I've had it a few times, man, and it just the outcome's the same. 
It's really cool. Really? Yeah. But it, it, that just made me, you know, I'm going, I'm going to fight for good. That, that, that was my, right then and then, you know, I was like, I'm going to fight for good. I have no room for evil in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, sorry, I, um, I don't think I've ever had one that extreme or that, uh, um, like that, but, um, I've had, I'll be honest, I've had many dreams over the years, some of them nightmares and some of them, I guess maybe not nightmares, maybe just truisms, but it's almost, I, I don't want to say I'm a, a visionary or anything, but, um, but they, I've woken up and they've been so real and so strong that it, that it's forced me to, you know, think think and make some decisions and maybe make some changes and no kidding and yeah it's uh i've never yeah. asked you that question yeah. so i was no, wondering i know it's uh yeah i i don't know if it's a if it's a subconscious thing or you know i mean depending on how far you want to go with all that i mean you, you knowing knowing a guy like you you probably blame it on the stars and how they're lined up or whatever but <laughs> no, no i'll tell you i tell you. I, I don't know no but i, will I have i have had i have had those kind of dreams you know through my life and and yeah it's just uh it's curious what what drives it or what makes it happen or you know, if there's any factual things behind it or not, I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you. I tell you what. There's two things that I, I learned that that I when I have these uh, freaking nightmares or these weird dreams, it's either I've ate McDonald's before I went to bed, <laughs> or or I've had pork. I don't know what it is with like pork chops or like meat somewhere. Like you're eating a dead animal and it's sitting inside of you. <laughs> And fighting back and it's just so mad that you ate it that it just gives you horrible dreams i don't know yeah i don't i don't know I, i've heard that with different people that different you know different foods will give them different uh you know different dreams at night certain things right and yeah it, and, and it, that is a truism i will I'll, I'll back that up with my own my own experience i've never nailed it down to any specific food but right. um um but, yeah. but no i was just <laughs> wondering what she ate last night to have her uh <laughs> Come up, come up with this. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This epiphany. Uh, so. I think she ate a lot of crow. I think is probably what happened. I probably. Think she probably after after what happened Sunday night. I think she kind of got scrutinized for uh, for what happened in the city last night. And it was you know so the worst part was, and I can't remember the name of the store. They just talked about it on the news earlier, but there was one particular store that it was in one of the same areas that this all all happened in back you know two months ago, and they had just the store had just opened back up two weeks ago. And same thing. It's all destroyed. They went in and looted it, and you know, broke out the broke out the glass and just trashed the place. You know, so it's like sounds like some of the video games I played. I don't think that store is going to be in that part of Chicago much longer. I think uh, probably. Not. I think if they reopen, they might be looking for a new location. Uh, yeah, no, I, really, I would. Right, I would. Right. How many times can you go through that crap? Right, no relation to Gordon Lightfoot though. No, not that I know of. I I, I wouldn't say that's factual. Canadian I don't know that for singer. sure, but uh, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, she right. so apparently she's uh, she's changed her mind and uh, so she's uh, she's gonna she's gonna put the clamp down now, but it's no different, you know. It's 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 been going on for way too long. Um, like you said, I mean, it's just it's just nonstop. I mean, what are we in day? You know, in it Port, was seventy days. I know it's over seventy. It, it is. Was, it's think, well over. I it's think like a couple. 73, 74. Yeah, 70, like a couple you know, days ago, it was like day seventy of the the craziness yes, out there. Yeah. Yes, and. And knock on wood that our little town over here has not been affected. Well, at least not what but, we're told. But we're sick. <laughs> well, not that we're told. Right. But we are only sixty meal or sixty meals away from starving. No, um, 
60 miles away from uh, north of Detroit. So Yeah, you know, and, and from what I've heard, and again, you know, it's, it depends on how much of the media you want to believe um, and how much you're, what you're getting fed and the sources you have. Um, because that, that was, uh, oh, want to listen to that one? Holy moly. I guess we're, I like uh, it. <laughs> that was some dramatic 2020 democracy shit. It right was. There, right? It was. Well, what I was after was um, was the attorney general um, went on and did an interview yesterday. The, um, a, the with, AG, if you don't know what we're talking with about. Mark Levin. Break it down for you. And and that's what um, and that's what Bill Barr was saying when he was on there, as he said, um, you know, he he a basically was general. calling out the uh, the media. For, for the lack of coverage, and well, here's the headline. Barr accuses media of projecting a narrative in, co- in, the, in the coverage of the unrest. People are being told a lie. Ha! And, you know, I think it's I said like that on the first episode. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we keep talking about these. You've been lied to your whole life. You wouldn't know if somebody told you the truth, even if they were, they were dead set and just right in your face and just telling you the truth, man. But hey, can you believe them? No. No, you can't. And that's what the media has been doing nonstop. Everything's a peaceful protest. Been you mad. know, it's it, these are all peaceful protests. And like he said, unless you're unless you're living in those areas and you're experiencing it, it's just not being covered. Everything's being covered as a peaceful protest while while people are rushing the police and throwing rocks. The media reports on peaceful dem- demonstrators instead. And Dude, the lasers. It's yeah, shooting cops in the eyes with lasers wow. and. And uh, which I mean, depending on the on the laser they have, if they really have the good one, is blinding. You know, it's potentially blinding. I and seen a video on that that laser, that that green. The, they got the green one and the red one. Yep. It's like a thousand times. It'll just burn your eye right out. Sure. Well, my brother sent me a link to that, and I was like, "Whoa, dude!" And you can see where the guy just goes like this, and he goes, he's got a piece of wood like in a vice, and he just brings it over. He goes, "All right, well, look at this," and then he moves it over. It just starts burning this wood, and I'm like, whoa. Yep. Wow. Yeah, they're nasty games they're playing. And, you know, like... like uh, I got to get me one of those. Like like the uh, the AG said, you just don't see it on any of the national news. You don't see it on the networks. You don't see it on other cable stations. You know, and yet you hear about all these peaceful protesters. So it's a lie. It's, you know, we're, we're just we're just constantly being lied to by the mainstream media and and the stuff that's going on out there. And if you do go to other sources and you and you dig a little deeper, you'll find out some of the crap that's going on out in the world out there and some of the local people, what they're dealing with. And, you know, and it's not just it's not, you know, and they can't hide what's going on in Portland. I mean, that's just that's just extreme. But it's going on all over the country. I mean, it's it's going on in Washington D.C. It's going on in Chicago. It's going on in L.A. It's just it's it, it's it's everywhere, and it's not slowing down. And none of these none of these mayors or local politicians are doing anything about it to stop it. They're just saying it's a peaceful protest. So <laughs> I seen a video of a guy, and I can't. They, they never showed the interviewer, but he was talking, and he was like this thing out of a post-apocalyptic uh movie you know back like in the 70s you remember that guy screaming uh it was like clockwork orange or one of those movies or uh what was that one weird movie where you know the chicks are riding the a-bomb down uh uh, it was like orson welles movie kind of thing or something it was like a weird uh one of those weird directors by the way he was screaming and he was like a reporter and he had just lost it and flipped out uh 
But anyway, I don't. It, yeah, it I, don't just, think I, I don't think I'm with you. I'm well, not just, sure. yeah, it just reminds me uh, <laughs> uh, something that is just screaming about the media, and he's just telling people to be be aware that you know it's all lies, and he's you know he just lost it on the air, man. You know, he's like he just <laughs> just come unglued, man. And oh, I wish I, I wish I could remember the name of that movie. Uh, anyway, yeah, I can't help but, you. Uh, can't no, help you. I don't no, remember that right. one. It, it's all right. It's yeah. all right. Well. Uh, Oh, big like sigh. you like you say. At least, uh, at least you know, so far in our peaceful little area, to the most part, from what we've seen, it uh, you know it hasn't gotten that extreme yet. But um, I don't know. It just seems like a matter of time because you know um, the more the crime grows and the more they let it go. I mean, violent. The best quote I heard all day: "Violence begets violence." Yes. And the more they let it go, and the more crime that goes, the more people think they can get away with it. And that's what they were talking about too. Was what happened in Chicago? I mean, everything was so organized, you know, and we know the story behind, you know, who's organizing and what's going on, but they just, they, they organized the whole thing and it, you know, they got one thing going on over here. So while they're over here looting, you've got over, you know, this group over here burning dumpsters and, and, you know, lighting oh, yeah. cop cars on fire and, and, you know, so it just, it, it just keeps, keeps going and, and it's, but, uh, I I'm with you. It does keep going and it's crazy. But this guy on this on this uh, this video is like a two minute video, and there was no interviewer; it was just him. And he said, and uh, he goes, "If Trump wins this election, he's almost predicting. I don't even want to say this is that the the far left is so radical right now that he thinks possibly. I don't know where he got his information, or if this is just him or talking or whatever." But he said that Trump could possibly be assassinated. And I was like, whoa. And he goes, if that happens, he goes, watch what's coming next. He goes, I'm warning you. He goes, there are people in the hills. There are people everywhere. And if that happens and the world goes to chaos, these people will come out of the woodwork and find that person or whoever is responsible. And it'll be full on get down take back america just almost like revolutionary crap dude like almost that that's what he was predicting he goes i hate to even say it he goes but if it happens and i'm not saying it will or won't but if it does it's gonna be full on and these people are not gonna stand for it these trump supporters are not gonna stand for it whatsoever I mean, think. I mean, it's just a scenario, obviously. Oh yeah, well, that's, you know, yeah. There's constant scenarios and speculation of sure. what comes next. I mean, but you know, you it, know it, is that him just you know blowing off, or does he actually have some information? You know. Yeah. Who knows? So, but it was just a two minute clip. My brother sent me. He's like, "Watch this." You know, when you get it in your messenger, he was like, "You got to open it and watch it." Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, some of that stuff. I mean, you know, you know. Well, hey, you know. You, you gotta you gotta be able to count on um, you know the fact that um, I mean he's you know and we just experienced it tonight I don't know if you got to see the press conference tonight but we just experienced it tonight I did not. Um, you know we we have as as you know the, the U S and and as the president work, I had to work late we have one of the best protection agencies in the entire world surrounding that man so unless there's a deep state involvement. 
Um, you know, it was just interesting to watch because there was a shooting at the White House, and it was just right outside the White House. And he started his press conference. He was five minutes into it, and all of a sudden, Secret Service is whisking him away. Oh. You know, so I mean, do they still have the gates up over there? Or, oh, they do. Or the yeah. fence? Or oh, did, absolutely. I mean, because yeah. they took him down, didn't they? No, it. Or, it, it no, it, there's there's still yeah. You can't you can't get to the White House. And it was actually on 17th or was of Pennsylvania, the... and you you know, so it was outside of the White House gates, but it was close enough that Secret Service said, "Nope, you're coming with us," and came and grabbed him right from the press conference and took him. Maybe it was you the know, barriers so. when they were out there in D.C. that they uh, they had put up and they, they took them down. But they were getting closer and closer to the White House. Well, they had. They kept knocking down barrier after barrier and getting closer and They closer had additional and, fencing that they that they put up during that time when all the, the protests were going on there. They put additional fencing to create a, a second a second defense line That's for, what, yeah. for the Capitol Police to kind of protect. You know, that Secret Service still takes care of the White House regardless. The White House, down. you know, the 18 acres of the of the White House property, Secret Service is in charge of. Is it 18 acres? Yes. Really? Yeah, all in total. Yeah, it's 18 I did acres. not know that. Yep. Very yep. cool. Yep. So that's, and, and that's all gated and secured by the Secret Service. But then what you're talking about is last month, or I think it was a month and a half now. Pretty close. They, had the, they had the secondary fencing that, that they erected. Yeah, you say erected. You can say erected. So they had the secondary fencing that they they had put up to for the Capitol Police to patrol that area as a second line of defense to stop all the protests okay, and the right. rioting from getting to basically the primary gate or the primary fencing. So, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But, uh, but is that still up or is that down? Not to my knowledge. I believe I believe they took that all down when they quelched the protest and and a lot of that went away. Of course, it started up again this weekend in Washington. So who knows what comes next? But. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was right directly. I'm not sure where all the stuff rain's coming. took you know took place last night, or I think that was either last night or Saturday night where it took place, uh, um, you know, in, in Washington. But uh, I know there was it was not quite as bad as Chicago, but it wasn't far from it. So that happened this weekend. Right. Well, yeah. Denver. Here, here. I just give you a quick thing. Oh, go ahead. Denver. Um, Antifa was in Denver, and they were kind of walking around a pretty, pretty nice, decent neighborhood. Who? Antifa. Who? Antifa. I didn't think they existed. They did. <laughs> so now you got these. What the? What I? What I'm going to go retro back is that that guy talked about these people in the hills and they're going to come out and these these big boys, man, with some American shirts and some flags and some guns and they're all toting, man, and Antifa and they're having this birthday party for this kid and they're walking down the street and here comes Antifa. Get out of our neighborhood, man. Way to go ruining a birthday party, man. Blah, 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 blah. And everybody's talking. Put your guns away. Don't, no, no. So there was a bet in a wheelchair, and Antifa went over and kicked. One of the Antifa guys went over and kicked the guy, the vet, in the wheelchair. Nice. Oh, <laughs> dude, you got to see this video. I guess. What happened next? <laughs> what do you think happened next? Those guys beat the shit out of like six antifa dude and you can hear the guy on the phone and he's like what is going on and you can hear the one guy he's like don't shoot him just keep punching him in the face till he can't breathe it's like whoa <laughs> and you dude you can see him and they are just messed up they're like you need to leave you need to you know get out of our town next thing here comes the daily parade woo woo yep. cops and that and guess what antifa started on the cops really they still have cops in colorado yes they do okay and they were walking right them. down they were walking right down the street right on this dead end right in this alley thingy <laughs> and they went right up to those antifa guys and handcuffed boom 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 if antifa's gonna give the cops crap 
you know, after giving this, this, and this. I mean, the whole thing's on video. So, I mean, it does, it's, it's undeniable. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched it. I mean, it's a good five, six-minute video. Dude, who, who is the Antifa? What are these, these white, what are they, the white, uh, what do they call them? The white uh, 22-year-olds right now? A you mean the of, uh, the skinny pasty white guys that that think they're uh, supporting a supporting a Black Lives Matter cause? There you go. So, <laughs> or or just you know, or just guns for hire or, or whatever it or, is to to start and insinuate uh, or using you know, it for a reason, right. All right? Yeah, just to get up off their video games and go do something and dress up in black and right. whatever. I don't know. Yep. I have no idea. I mean, I I know the Clinton and Soros and all those guys. It's all fun. You know. That, that's their, well, I that's can, their funding. I can yeah. give you, I can give you, and it's more than we want to get into on tonight's sure. show. But no, I can right. give you a pretty, um, a pretty deep dive on on the whole Antifa movement and who they if, are and what they're not and and what they are. But and, if you got uh, it, lay it out, man. Yeah, that's, I'm, that, no, because I'm curious. It's I mean, a lot further. We, we'll save that and let okay. me let me uh, let me get some get some stuff and remind me. We, we'll get back to that. And um, yeah, if you really want to go there, I can kind of give you a little uh, a little history. I mean, if you can if you can go after the Satanists and the uh, Illuminati and and uh, I did, <laughs> I really did. The Scientologists and yep, the, I uh, did. Scientologists. Uh, uh, I can probably the narcissists. I went after the narcissists. I went after the Scientology. I went after the uh, um, uh, oh, what what's the other one? Um, the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a deep deep dive. <laughs> yep. I, you yep. really didn't want to get me on that one. <laughs> nope. And then yep. the con- then you got the conspiracy theory. Uh, but yeah, you know. Well, but this this whole thing is uh it's deep it's very deep, deep and it is and, very I, deep. and I actually am, am fairly knowledgeable on now how now how knowledgeable I really am I mean could be fact checked but um I, I do know quite a bit about it and so okay. So yeah, we well, can, uh, and it's hard to find because it's we not don't a, have to stick it's with not us. An, no. It's not an organized organization by any means. Well, it is and it isn't. You know, it's not publicly published, organized where you can't just go out there and send a letter and sign up. Yeah. Uh, but but like uh, ISIS. Like ISIS, right? Yeah, uh, it's a little more. What happened to those guys? A little guys? more underground than that. Um, a year ago, remember talking about ISIS? Yeah, uh, and and we're they're, your, they're, your, your they're, president pretty much blew them off the map. So. Yeah, they're gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not eradicated, gone. There's not much until the next one pops up. Well, uh, ISIS is. What was that? Is, that it, was an idealism. Yes. Remember that? It yes. was an idea, and you put it in these kids' head, and everybody, oh, that's a great thing. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I got nothing else to do, and boom, 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 I'll sign up for ISIS, and we're gonna take over the world. <laughs> Sucker, yep. shut down, blown off the map. How'd that work out? And that just goes to show you that that when our government does work together on something, because that was a combination of the CIA, the FBI, the military, and POTUS putting all that together with the DOJ and actually creating a you a said, multi-pronged attack against POTUS. A, an organization to to get it done. And and you know. You can say a lot of things because I'll tell you what, for eight years, Obama kept telling us he was going to get rid of ISIS, and it never happened. And meanwhile, and, and meanwhile, three years later, after President Trump is in office, all of a sudden, we don't really hear about ISIS anymore. I can't so, remember the last time I even said ISIS. That's why I know, said it. it. Uh, because it was, that was at least six, eight months ago that we even maybe even touched on that subject. At least. At yep. least. Yep. 
And that's how fast time changes. I want to say the last major attack that I can remember that that ISIS was involved with or took credit for or took credit for was the was the guy in New York that stole the stole the truck or get, somehow got the, the the truck and he ran it down the ran it down the sidewalk and and plowed people over. Yep. That was the last, and I want to say that was. Dude, that was eight months. I want to say that was like the that? fall, if I remember right, like October, it's, it's November, up. somewhere. Creeping up on a year. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was last fall sometime, and I and I can't remember for sure when that was, but um, it was the last thing I knew. Last thing I knew. Well, the world's still crazy out there. I mean, uh, best thing you can do is just hang on to your stuff and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and make sure you make sure you have your guns if you if you can get them because apparently, uh, in the in the new violent world that we're living in with all of these uh, all of these attacks and and all these things going on, more and more people are buying firearms. And right, but if anybody's getting rid of their PlayStation Two or PlayStation Three, um, Rock Band or uh, Guitar Hero, I'll buy them and guns too. So <laughs> if you if you don't feel safe with guns or your Guitar Hero PlayStation Two, uh, just send me a message and I'll, I'll buy them all. <laughs> there you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. So did you see what the uh, what the uh, AG in New York decided to do? Speaking of guns and the NRA, AG, yeah, NY. What's all with these abbreviations, man? Well, the Attorney General of New York decided <gasps> that she was going to um, she was going to file a lawsuit against the NRA. And uh, yep, that and one's out there. Something about mismanagement of money at the top, or or somewhere along that lines. So she chose. Um, she chose this time during an election year. Right now, one of the most, at this particular the, moment in time, one of the most powerful uh, <laughs> attorney generals besides our, our attorney general of the United States, one of the most powerful attorney generals in the country, chose to pick a fight with the NRA. And then, of course, what happens? Because she's a Democratic uh, Democratic uh, attorney general. Of course, the Biden campaign kind of has to stand behind her. So now they're drawing lines in the sand, and and they've decided that um, they're going to go after the NRA, and that's going to be part of the platform because they don't have much choice. So, how much were the NRA going to spend on this? I, I think there was a number, and I, I, in the millions, I, I'm just saying there was money that they were going to spend to do something. And uh, well, they turned I, around. I, I hate the, the, the yeah. Not, the no, NRA turned no around and, and filed a lawsuit. Back right. against it, it, her, yeah, they fired back. No pun yes. intended. Yeah, right. no. Basically, a def- and they said, defamation. Go ahead. Yeah, and they said, "Go ahead, brother." Yeah, yeah. Go they, ahead. They fired. They filed. Filed back with a. This week, oh, there we go again. They filed back with a. Uh, I love the new drops. With a <laughs> exactly. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. <laughs> Gonna blow my ears out if I'm not careful. Um. Yeah. They they turned around and filed back a defamation lawsuit against the uh, against the state, obviously, um, the attorney general in the state. So but they you don't know what? state That's what any I'm gonna... numbers in this particular article as far okay. as as far as uh, I thought I heard some numbers in the millions that they were going to spend to uh, defend. Uh, but, I'm not yeah. seeing it. But yeah, it's all it's but, all right. But yeah, anyways. No, I I, just, I, I I catch bits and pieces, you know, walking I just around my house the, in my underwear, you know, listening to the news all night. So I thought the timing was impeccable, you know, for drinking Miller Lite. for the for the Democrats to, to make that decision to you know take, choose to take on the NRA in the middle of all this chaos with an election coming. You know, great time to pick a fight with the NRA. So uh, if you want to, I don't know, you know, if you want to isolate uh, a certain percentage of your voters, then I guess I, I guess that's the choice you make because. Um, with what I'm seeing, 
with the with the amount of guns and ammo that are being bought during these crazy times with everything that's going on, I don't think it's specifically uh, Republican or conservative people that are doing that. I think there's a lot of people that are concerned for their safety. Exactly. In the middle of defunding police yep. and, and riots in you know, most major cities. Uh, you know, it's, I, it's almost like the 1800s, man. <laughs> you know, when it's like, hey, uh, you know, Joe died the other day. You know, you got you want a deputy badge? <laughs> you know. Well, it's the optics of it, too. I mean, we, we all know. I mean, you do not have to be an NRA member. or no. The NRA does not control the sales of guns whatsoever. No. But everybody's mind mindset, mindset. Is, is you know for the casual voter the mindset is oh they're going after the nra well what's next it's my second amendment mm-hmm. you know if they're going to go after the nra and get somewhere with that guess what comes next now they're going to go after my second amendment as soon as they accomplish that feat and you know and, and so on and 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 that's that's where it goes so to create that to create that perception right now with you know i mean we're less than three months away from an election and i mean it just it just seems to me it's <laughs> it's the far side it's so far. It's so far, and it's so deep. You know, it's like the Grand Canyon out there. I'm sorry. It just is. You. It's just, it's, when you. does, when, I mean, it just keeps going. I mean, you could jump out of a plane, and you think you're going to hit land. Oh, no, here's the Grand Canyon. you still got another couple miles to go. Well, no, it's like, it's that's pretty deep. I, all I'm looking it, forward to is, is what comes next, because it just seems like there's just more and more, uh, Ammo, if Dude. you will, no pun intended. All right, that, now, that keeps coming out on a daily look, basis. All right, well, put it this way: let's just say the Demo- here's the Republicans and here's the Democrats in a war, right? And we got some ammo. Democrats, they ain't got no more ammo, so now they're just throwing sticks and stones and rocks and you know mud, you know, and dog poop in a bag. I mean, they got nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They 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 got nothing. It's like messing with Sasquatch. Don't. <laughs> You've seen the videos. Just don't do it, man. You, you got nothing, man. Well, Why you, would you pick a fight that, you know, I don't know. You never know. Today, it's desperate. Today you know. could be the day that changes everything. You it, know You know what today is, right? Uh, it is the uh, 10th of August. Well, today and is. And it's a Monday, and we're doing a podcast on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Uh, you guys uh, took the weekend off. <laughs> we did, too. And I love we you guys too. for that, you know, because that's what we do, you know. You give a little. If I need something, we we work around each other's schedule, but we always get a show out. Very enjoyable we weekend too. We always get a show out. So, and we do it for you folks. Absolutely, so, uh, we did not forget about you. So let's not forget about uh, Gary, Jerry, Larry, Terry, and uh, the rest of the Rhyme Gang. Oh, true that. We, we, uh, you gotta get a little shot, shot thing, and then get a shot, and then uh, not make them wait so long. I, why would we do that? Because uh, we've done it a hundred times. Some of it's been intentional. Some of it has not been intentional. So just all, saying, right. all right. Well, just on that note. Everybody, it's only Monday. It is only Monday. So, are you ready? I am. So right. here's here's to you, my friend. Here's to episode and to my friends fifty two. And to my robot bartender that is uh, ever not, so nonchalantly playing Candy Crush over there. Not and, bartendering uh, tonight. She's not. She's not a very good bartendery kind of thingy. And we, but we told her to. You needed the weekend off, and you're, you know, Monday counts as part of a weekend, depending on, you know, what weekend it is. That's right. So, but it just happens to be this weekend, and it's still Monday, still part of that weekend. So, she's got the day off. Did you even go to work today? No, she didn't even go to work today. 
So there you go. There you go. It's the end of her weekend. That's so it. Back at back to the grind tomorrow. Tuesday. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she's. Uh, Wouldn't she love that schedule? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off, and work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Well, it's Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday this week. So yeah, so she, yeah, kind of getting the uh, kind of getting the bone on that one. So no, no full weekend this coming weekend. So. But no, what I was going to say is yeah, continue, th- 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 this is this is the game changer day for everything because you said they had no more tools in their toolbox. Well, guess what? The Democrats might have their tool in the toolbox because Biden is supposed to release his pick for VP today. I don't believe it. Yeah, supposed to come out today. He's supposed to announce his pick for the VP spot. And guess who interviewed for that spot last Sunday evening in Delaware? Flew right to Delaware to go have a special meeting with Joe Biden. Hillary. Gretchen Whitmore. Whitmore. Whitmore, I knew it. God damn it. I knew it. <laughs> so, Dude, there's been talk about that for so long so that she, she was going yep, to. You know. Yeah, well, they, she went and had her meeting. So they, they, so listen to this theory. No, I, I, I'll let you get back. But, yeah, it, that's great. She, she can do what. But if they if Biden dies and somehow he gets elected and Biden dies, really Whitmore is going to be the president? Is that how that works? Well, no, because we dug up the chain of command. So it's that's president, vice president, then it goes to the speaker of the house, right. and then it's the treasurer. I mean, there's a chain and uh there's a there's a but here's the thing, when we dug it up yesterday because I was I was curious about it. Um Pelosi is the only Democrat out of all the other people that would be uh, secession to the presidency, everybody else is a Republican. Correct. Yep. Correct. Except for except for Pelosi, and she's third on the list. So let's say Trump gets assassinated in his election. So that would bring Pence, and then something happens to Pence, then it would be. But the, that unless that, Biden gets elected, and then Biden dies because he can only do four years, which he's. Probably because he's. But regardless, when he, dementia. when when he gets he but gets elected in office, then he picks his own. He pick so so yeah. You're then always it, gonna, then it changes. Then they'll have more Democrats in place because he's going to pick change. his own cabinet and he's going to you know. So that'll exactly. be exactly. So that'll that, be a whole that different situation. But yeah. th- I mean, but it's Whitmore <laughs> after Biden. I mean, it's it, oh absolutely. If if, if that's yeah, whoever if his that, VP pick is, if that's his VP pick, right. Crazy. However, crazy today. I and I don't know if you heard that anything is crazy. about this. There was a letter that was sent to uh, Joe Biden. I believe it was either yesterday or today. Did you send it? A group. I did not send uh. it. This is from a group of over 100 black male leaders throughout the country that actually wow. got together. And this includes, I mean, this is not just, you know, a couple uh, a couple um, uh, politicians. A couple of the black, letter, the black, letters, pa- black Panthers. Letters co-signers included... Um, actors, musicians, entertainers, radio hosts, filmmakers, academics, politicians, lawyers, athletes, pastors, business leaders, restaurant tours, and activists, and said they all stand in solidarity, solidarity, along with more than 700 black women who also signed this letter, and they basically flat out told him, "You better, you better choose a black female running mate, or you will lose the election." So how does that work? How does that work? Because you just basically blew my mind. I don't, I'm not comprehending this right now. I mean, honestly, this is the first I've heard of it. This is a letter (laughs) that is signed, and and, and a copy of the letter is is actually posted on Twitter. Do they have the names? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say LeBron James. I'm going to say 
I mean, I can go. I, I'm not. I, re- I really could, but I'm, I'm not just reading through a hundred names here. You don't have to. But um, I, can you give me a few? This letter's posted right on Twitter, and, and these are all I can, these. I can so- share this on the show notes for everybody if they want to go see it. But from the top, of give course, me the, give me the top ten. Uh, Sean Diddy Combs. Uh, I don't know this one. Leonard Charlemagne the God McKelvney, Michael Bennett. Who names himself? James Gee. Okay. Jeff Johnson. Okay. Uh, Doctor Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Reverend Reverend Jamal Bryant, mm-hmm. Shelley Davis, never heard of him. Ben Krupp, nobody. Will Packer, never heard of these people. Well, I, I, so anyways, I, so whatever. There's there's a whole list of them that they and and that's how and, non-important they are to my life. Well, they're pretty important. They, this they, is a I, very influential. Group it's almost of like, a very it, important people it's in the black a community. Pe- a, but, uh, a, a petition uh, with a death threat with a. Uh, <laughs> Well, correct. You know what I'm saying? It's like a whole bunch of things intertwined together. Uh, a letter to Biden, right? Correct. <laughs> correct. And how, I mean, how how does that work? I mean, I, I just, I don't understand how do that, that works. What if they did that to Trump? Right. What if they sent that letter that, I'm just saying, if those people sent <laughs> something like that to Trump, what what do they call that? What is that? Is that a threat? Or is that a, I mean, how do, where do you put that in a category? Why Why does it have to be a black female is my question. If we're so supposed to be so diversified and so just in, in all of our decisions, why does he have to pick a black female? Why can't it be a white female? Why can't it be a black male? Why can't it be, I mean, who cares? Who cares? I don't care whether they're black or they're white or they're, maybe Chinese isn't a bad choice in these day and times. Come but, on, man. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't understand. Why, why not the best person for the position? How could you have the, the the gall to to say you have to pick a black female for your VP running mate? I mean that just just baffles me. And some of the names on that list, and like I say, I, I you know I don't want to go through them all by any means, and and I'll share that with everybody. But okay. um, I'll put it in the show notes, and you can go through and scrutinize it yourself. But yeah, it was just amazing to me to see that and go. I don't even get it. I just I just don't even get where we're at. You know. On one side, we're supposed to be so diversified and and everybody's equal, but on the other side of it, you can just flat out, you know, I mean, we're in the middle of a BLM movement Hmm. all over the country. And (laughs) like I said, if you got to put a color in front of it, you're a racist. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of was where I was going with that. Sorry to say that, but I just just said, no, that's, that's fine. Cause I, I just, uh, I'm kind of with you on that, but. Let yeah, it come. just kind of stood out to me when I saw that article, and uh, I went, okay, I, I, I guess... Uh, See, here's the thing. Somebody came up with that idea. Somebody had... Uh, what? Did you actually get all these, how many people or whatever, into the same room and just, like, talk about it over, what, some Hennessy? <laughs> just, right. How did it I'm come sorry, about? I'm sorry. I'm just saying. How did, how did it come about? It's, okay. some, it's Hennessy, man. I love some Hennessy, man. Um, yeah, we should talk about this, man. Write a letter. Uh, no, that that wasn't profiling it. But I'm just saying, you know, I really. I have no idea. I don't know the story behind it. How long has this co- coalition of in, insanity been going on to write this letter? I mean, to collaborate something like this. I'm, I'm just saying. It goes back I mean, to the. It goes back to the deep, deep state these, that we've talked about for forever. It seems like you're and putting it, all these people on this letter, right? Yep. These names. Yeah, they're they're actually signed that is, on that there. Is, Ir, ir, irreversible. You cannot. I mean, you, correct. You sign that, yep. dude. Yep. So, I don't want to hear shit 
like <laughs> four years later that you you jumped ship or you made the wrong decision because you guys got drunk on some Hennessy that night and then you know th- that's not what happened with the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> no, 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 no. They they were pretty committed to these, it. These guys were pretty committed. And, is this and, is this kind of like all the um all of the entertainers and politicians and everybody in between that said. If Trump gets elected in 2016, we're They're all, all leaving the country. To, we're going to move to Canada. Yeah. Did Whoopi, Helen DeGeneres, any of those yeah. people? How many of them? Do you know what's going on with Ellen right now? <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah, I she saw is, some of it. She's getting bashed right now because your yes, own people are saying she's like the worst person in the whole world. Yeah. You know, behind the scenes. Yep. Sexual harassment, uh, meanie, your big meanie with your non-weenie uh, attitude, you know. but She you know, had big meanie pants? No, she got she got no weenie, but she's a big meanie with no weenie. That's what and she said. She, but she got an attitude, and uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, she's you know, I don't. Know. Same with Oprah, same with Ellen, same it on and on and on, and they all did got, nothing wrong. Did nothing wrong. <laughs> I understand. Well, you know, so I, I do have to, before we get too far along here, I almost forgot about this. I do have to uh, issue a correction because as okay. we as we said before. Was it my fault? Uh, no, it was a- absolutely completely and totally my fault. And as okay. we said before, we do the best we can to give you the straight facts. And apparently I did not get the straight facts because I read an article that might have been uh, um, less than less than correct. In fact, uh, I think I think, again, POTUS says it best. You are fake news. <laughs> yeah, that's a, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> so, um, but but they didn't just get me; they got Drake. Because, uh, and this is the reason I found out that uh, I was wrong because Drake came out with this uh, with this statement last week. We talked about the sons sons of anarchy that were getting two new seasons. That the the, the, the show two that, two yeah, that, and it's that's a what twofer. we had, yeah it was it was they supposedly they were announcing that there was going to be two new seasons and. So Drake, is this post or pre? I, I can't remember what you told me. Well, that's what we weren't sure of. Oh, okay. And so I misconstrued the article that I read, which actually published false information, and it is basically what they did. They were kind of saying that they were continuing two more seasons of Sons of Anarchy, and I was completely wrong, and, and so was Drake, because, you know, quote-unquote, Drake got his hopes up and believed that Sons of Anarchy would be returning with two brand-new seasons to keep him entertained during these uncertain times. However, it turned out that, oh, here it is. He even quotes it. However. That, that Tuzi Slide rapper was simply duped into a misleading headline that he found online. and uh, Well, that's <laughs> that's because so, he's from Canada. Right. No, Drake, if one thing I know for sure, that Drake is from Canada. So, what kind of news? Can you imagine? Listen to this. Here's a scenario. Sitting over there, getting drunk with those hockey players that we talked about last episode, and listening to uh, the Canadian news, uh, would that change your perspective of the world? I mean, because of location, I mean, where you lived, I mean, obviously you get your, uh, your news or media or don't get it from whatever communist country you live in or whatever, but... Imagine sitting around listening to the Canadian news. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Um, I mean, how Canada, weird? How weird would that be? Canada's, like, would that change a, a different thought pattern? Like, would it make you think a little bit different if you sat and watched Canadian news all day? I, I don't know. You tell me because no, because I, that would be a different. If, if that's all you had, that would be a different perspective. I, mean, I honestly listen to the Canadian news almost every day. 
I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I listen to the Canadian news almost every you are single day. Blowing my mind yeah, tonight. Yeah. Man. No, I, I, I very damn. often um, have the Canadian radio station on sometime in the morning. Um, I wouldn't say every day, but I can't stand her humor. But, but I don't like their humor. Most days, I actually have the Canadian radio station on, and I usually catch the news. And it Canada's not like I mean, yes, they're they're more a socialist country, but yes, Canada Canada's not like um, not like China, where the you know their news sources are actually state owned. I mean, they still they're still independent. They still. They still report the facts to the best of their knowledge from around the world and around the country. And, and I would never knock that from those guys. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, I, I do. But I, I just wonder what the commentating, uh, their their uh, what their fake news and what their real news is. Yeah, that, that that's an interesting that question. That would be that but, would be comical to me to watch Canadian <laughs> fake news. Right, right. <laughs> I'm right. sorry, just that just. That just crossed my mind. It just cracks me up. I'm just sorry. And today, you know, and you, you mean know. the guy out of Podunk, Saskatchewan, sitting up there, <laughs> sitting up there in the in the in the middle of the tundra with uh, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> right, but, Os- Oscar know, the Eskimo and, and uh, <laughs> Oscar, Oscar the Eskimo <laughs> got his got his uh, little little antenna sticking out of the top of, top of his igloo. Right, <laughs> he's like 20 years behind the times. Where, know, do, where do you like, think Where uh, do you think our sponsor came? from right, right. <laughs> that's right the Nanook. Nanook. I mean, i'm sorry it, it, things just strike me funny my brain just thinks differently you know i'm just you know there's there's humor i'm sorry there is humor in everything absolutely you know, there there really is absolutely you know? and, and and i'm sorry and and i'm not the only one that said it obviously because you can't quote me on that i quoted this but you know tragedy is humor it, it's it's a quote it's out there it really is tragedy is a humor so when something is so pathetic or something like that, oh, you, you, you got to make fun of it, man. Yep. I mean, it's, you, you have to. Oh, I hear you. I, I would you. love, here's the thing. I would love to sit and watch Canadian fake news. <laughs> that would kill me, dude. I would be on the floor done, just done, dude. I mean, like, really. It'd be over for me, you know, just to watch that, uh, get that perspective, you know. Yeah, most so, of what so I listen do, to do is. Do you have any insight on that? I mean, is there fake news? Canadian fake news? Or, I would assume. Yeah. You know, I, I would assume there probably is. Do you to have a certain one extent. example? Do you have one example? I do not. I do not have any oh, examples okay. of it. I, I just no. wonder if you had like one example of something that you heard from, like some Canadian fake news. No, most of the stuff I no most of the stuff I typically hear. I mean, I, I just listen to the Sarnia channel. So I mean, which is uh, you know for anybody that doesn't know is just kind of you know not even thirty miles from us, um, in the Sarnia area, and then a little bit out of London. I listen to a little bit too, but um, um, okay, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's all within you know a certain radius. So yeah, I'm not. That's it's not all like you're gonna I'm, get. Not like I'm listening to uh, you know Montreal, the, the Winnipeg Hotline or anything or, like that. Uh, but Manitoba. Uh, no, you know. no, no, no Manitoba news. So man on the Manitoba. Most Mountain. of their most of their news stories are very similar to the local news stories we hear around here. You know, it kind of overlaps a bit, and uh, you know, we'll hear a little little bit more about what's going on in Ontario on on their station than we will what's going on in Port Huron on our station, or vice versa. But uh, well, let me ask you this: Do hmm. you know anything about any rioting in Canada? Not or, at all. Or is there any of that? Not at all. Is, I mean, I understand they're another country, but we also have Sarnia, we have Windsor, we we. I mean, we're basically i'm not no pun intended but you know rock stone uh whatever mud ball or whatever right away from another country yeah that's how close we live yeah. to another country no nope. and i don't i guess i don't <clears throat> there is not 
There is not. I don't take it for granted that we live next to the country, but it's just that it's, um, we've been here, and it's just that's just what it is. It's always been. Unless it's you know, but, being completely hidden, um, uh, you know, by by the government, or it's being censored. No, there is not any. To my knowledge, and from the news that I've heard, there has not been any, any protests to speak of, um, any type I don't of see rioting would be, or violence just, or any of that. I, I'm, I'm not saying there hasn't been any protests, because they, they have had protests right, in, in, in areas of Montreal, uh, Quebec, uh, Toronto, but they were basically just what a peaceful protest is supposed to be, you know, okay. with people with signs and marching and or, you know, standing in front of a courthouse or, you know, whatever. I mean, that's sure. that's the extent of it, but... Um, and they have had some involvement in the, you know, in that part of it. You know, the carryover that's gone over on, you know, gone gone on over there. But um, to my knowledge, so, there has not been any violence or riots or so anything. So riddle along me that. this, Batman. Sure. Um, let's say you're, you're doodle, 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 uh, citizenship. I mean, because I heard that really doesn't exist anymore, as far as that dual citizenship kind of uh, thing. Um, I believe it does. I. I I do think that it still exists. All right, I know it's out there, but I don't think it's a as much as it was before. I think there something has changed with that dual citizenship, and I don't know what it is. But if you're an American and you do live in Canada, and I know one person specifically that does, you know, but they can't come here uh, because they're quarantined uh, from the bridge. They can't cross. We can't cross, and they can't cross. Correct. And you know, but I guess you can get a plane over to here, drive, do this, come back, and then when you go back, you have to spend 14 days in quarantine. Correct. <laughs> it's like, what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they're still allowing truckers across too, and the same thing with they the truckers. Do. They actually have to quarantine if they have any contact whatsoever. When they get to their destination, they have to quarantine for 14 days. Right, but and can you, can you lie about that? Well, that I was mean, the problem. I, I that, don't. I don't know. That is I mean, the problem they were having. And I have they actually cracked friend. down on that because they were they were cracking down on that so bad because that's why cases were spreading in Montreal and Toronto so badly is because people were cheating, and people were coming across the border that were saying they were essential, and they were providing false documentation. There we and go. And they were dra- dragging cases across the border, and then there they were we getting go. case spikes. So they actually that was probably about thirty days ago they put the hammer down on that. So. You're not getting Oh, that was a trucker term. That was you didn't even know you did that. Oh yeah. yeah. The hammer down. Oh yeah. In the hammer lane. Yep. No, nope, they did. Job. They did. So that 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 happened probably about 30 days ago because okay. it was it was climbing and they were getting spikes in, in certain areas and they basically figured out that that's what was going on. Yeah, cuz I have not, I, I and we'll get off the Canada thing for a minute. But I did not know uh, I don't know the numbers uh, Canada coronavirus wise. So that's kind of what i was kind of getting to a little bit you know but if you, you believe know, them I mean, um much much i mean much that, much lower than ours would that make i mean because of the coronavirus because trump stopped uh you know all travel to countries and this and that i mean would canada blame trump for spreading the coronavirus i mean that they, they, they can't right i mean because that's a Canadian issue. I no, mean, they, they... That would be their... What is it? The Prime Minister? Or what do they call Yeah, uh, the Prime Minister. Yeah, Prime Minister. Yep. I mean, what 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 did... Do you know what he did to uh, prevent travel? And, I mean, when did he do it? I mean, did he do it 
same time Trump did it, or did he? There was an agreement between was, the prime minister and the president to to shut down the borders. Okay, when that happened. That was that was a total agreement between the two of them. Okay, yeah, so they it, was made like that day, it was like day ten, right, or something, uh, like, or something like it that. It might have taken. I think it a, took a little almost, bit longer, or whatever. Almost but. till like the first or second week of April, I want to say somewhere in there. I, I I wouldn't quote the exact date. I don't remember all, all right, that. So three four weeks. But um, yeah, it did, and then they actually unanimously got together. Um, President, uh, yeah, President Trump and uh, Prime Minister Trudeau. Don't Trudeau. pile that up. Um, got yeah, together because, and uh, made that decision unanimously. Did you hear that Trudeau, you know, did you see the thing on Saturday Night Live when Trudeau uh, kind of talked behind uh, Trump's back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That, yep. was, that was comical. <laughs> yeah, that was part of the uh, G7 summit when and that they was thought, all going Yeah, on. they thought they were friends, and it was like, oh, I can't believe you said that about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a little tiff they had back uh, back there a little while ago. But uh, All right. Well, but, we still love you, Canada. Hang in there, man. Uh, we'll get through this. Absolutely. We'll, Some, still, we'll still protect someday, you. Someday we'll be able to get over to Stratford and use the uh, gift certificate that I got for the robot bartender a couple of years ago. <gasps> you think it's still good? <laughs> oh, it never expires. Never expires. Never expires. And I'm sure, especially in this world, I'm sure if uh, when we were allowed to go back there, if we called Stratford on Avon and said, yeah, we were ready to come and we got a gift certificate, I'm sure we'd be. I'm sure we'd be welcome back as long as I, I can't as long as we're there. welcome back. I can't go over there. That's, that's all right. That's your story. problem. That's another. Story. <laughs> we weren't inviting you anyways. A mystery. <laughs> that's fine. I. That's not where I was going. But hey, you know, I couldn't go with the guys even uh, if you did invite me. Because <laughs> uh, misdemeanor over here is a felony over there. You I got guess. that right. So yeah, they're pretty strict on that oh, stuff. Jesus, not when you were. Dude, their drinking age was 19 back in the day. I mean, how can they still put is. that? How can they put that restriction on? I mean, really, you still got that going on? Yeah, some of the stuff. Some of the stuff they're more lenient on, but the stuff when it comes to crimes and 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 criminal transgressions, they are very very harsh, and especially if you're and I, important U.S. citizens. And, and I do remember uh, that they were one of the very first people when. Remember when uh, you couldn't? Uh, they put the smoking uh, ban in around here. Yes. Uh, all, I mean, U.S. or whatever. But Canada was on it. It was like, you can't smoke in a in a work truck. You can't smoke in a you know, utility nope. vehicle. Nope. You can't smoke on the sidewalk. You can't smoke here. You, they basically said, you can't smoke freaking anywhere except for your bedroom underneath the sheets. Dennis Leary said that 20 years ago in yep. a bit that I seen. Yeah. And uh, he was spot on back in the day. <laughs> but yep. they were one of the first ones. It's like, they just don't want you. They just don't want you to smoke over there. Nope. No, nope. nope, not at all. No, but you can run around topless all day. <laughs> well, and they were also one of the first ones to uh, legalize prostitution. <laughs> they were one of the first ones to legalize marijuana. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they just they just make different choices and uh, different ideas of uh, you know of you know. But, but that's their country. So you is. know what? Yep. Hey, right on, man. Yep. You guys, you know, rock on. <laughs> do what you guys got to do. Absolutely. Nobody's knocking you, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Nope. It's not. It's not the worst thing. You're not nope. the worst country in the world. I tell you that. No. So, but we're glad to have you as a neighbor. So, <laughs> could be worse, right? I love to smoke. I smoke 7,000 packs a day, okay? And I am never fucking quitting. I don't care how many laws they make. What's the law now? You can only smoke in your apartment, under a blanket with all the lights out? Is that the rule now, huh? The cops are outside. We know you have the cigarettes. Come out of the house with the cigarettes above your head. You'll never get me, copper. I'm never coming out, see? I got a cigarette machine right here in my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Know what I'm gonna do? 
I'm gonna get one of those tracheotomies. So I can smoke two cigarettes at the same time. Oh! I'm gonna get nine tracheotomies all the way around my neck. I'll be tracheotomy man. He can smoke a pack at a time. He's tracheotomy man. I'm looking forward to cancer, man. I want that throat cancer. That's the best kind. You know why? You get that throat cancer, they give you that voice box thing. Know what I'm talking about? Sure, it's scary, but you can make a lot of money with a voice box. Get a voice box, walk around the streets of Manhattan. You got any spare change? Here's my whole wallet. Get away from me. Imagine a whole family with voice boxes. That'd be creepy, wouldn't it? Maybe <laughs> out in that backyard every day during the summer. Dad, can we go to the beach? Yes, get your mother and the dog. We'll leave right now. Sparky, come here. I <laughs> That's the bit, man. <laughs> That's the one you That's were looking for. That's the one, yep, man. I know it. <laughs> that was like 20, 30 years ago, Oh, man. yeah. At yeah. least. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was. So true right now. Unbelievable. <laughs> and we talked about that retro stuff. Coming back, you know, what they said. Back, For sure. What they said back then. Some of the songs. Some of the stuff still that holds stu- true today. That song that you said. Well, that's uh, that's actually ago. going into. That is going uh, on right now. It's funny. I'll, you know, that, that'll be my deep dive tonight. Weird. Is a, is a, is a flashback from a, from a song that was done uh, many, many, I, I would say probably almost 30 years ago. Mm. And uh, so that's kind of where I'm going is, is you know, just kind of. How come I always share my deep dives with you, but you never tell me your deep dive? <laughs> I don't know. For the last like 10 episodes, you don't even tell me. What I like deep to keep dive you is. guessing. I'm like, wow. You know, OK. No, it's just one I've heard quite a bit lately, lately on the radio. And uh, it just it just fits the, it fits the times today perfectly. So do you want to get into um, it or do you I want to flashback wanna... to a little Depeche Mode? No. Yeah. It, well, yeah. If you want no, to. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we can carry the show any which way you want to go. I mean, the only other thing a, I was going to cover. It's Monday. So we're off the grid either way. You, you know, were talking I mean, about not being able to go to Canada. But I was uh, I was wondering if you were going to make your trip to Sturgis. Because uh, this was the big <sighs> this was the big week for Sturgis. So actually, I was supposed to go. I might be going to Tennessee. I'm I, back in the woods in Tennessee. All right, yeah, all right. Uh, well, you should have an easier time getting there because what I found out was <laughs> the uh, the trip to Sturgis is not going to be that easy because uh, the Sioux Nation and the uh, Cherokees uh, have decided that their reservations are closed to anybody trying to drive through them. So In the Black Mine Hills are, of Dakota, there lived are, a young boy named Rocky Raccoon. They are trying nah. to uh, keep the coronavirus they, out of their reservations, oh. and they are not letting anybody through unless it's an emergency vehicle, and have already turned away many, many bikers. So, And Trump had just touched on the Sioux and all them guys up there. Like, they were giving a lot of money. It was in the, one of the bills yep. that they were going to give some of the tribal nations a lot of money. And Pelosi, they still cannot do it. And Chris Wallace... Hammered plows, not hammered plowsy, but gave her a little bit, you know, uh, of his mind, I guess, uh, you know, and not that she wasn't bad defending herself. I mean, I can understand some of the bills and the stuff like that. I'm not going to say she is 100% wrong. I, I, I get it. And I always believe that uh, Democrats do have some good ideas and Republicans have some good ideas and both parties both have bad ideas and the thing is it doesn't matter we just need to agree to get something done so what chris <laughs> you think? What, what chris wallace said is like look bitch um you know basically i mean i'm, I'm putting words in his mouth obviously but no, he's like, i saw the interview you're talking about. okay exactly so he's like look said. look bitch you know um so you want to take the day off or you know the month off or the couple weeks off but you still didn't get shit done right 
So you got trilling here. You got trilling here. What what do you want to meet at? Where where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And still can't do nothing. And so your party wants to get elected for presidency, and you have not come done anything for anybody. Well, they've been fighting about this. It's basically this, this stimulus Joe, bill it's for basically, four weeks. It's basically Joe Biden's fifty year career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What have you, What have you done? Trump's got a list, uh, three four hundred things just. <laughs> In this year, maybe, or last couple of years, but whatever. There's not one thing Biden's done. Oh, do you see the interview? Oh, he's a nice guy. Oh, he make, he's, he smiles. He's got a good smile. I'm like, you have nothing. You don't know nothing. There's nothing that the guy in history in 50 years has done a goddamn thing. I hear you. I'm sorry, man, but nothing. You are not getting my freaking vote, dude. Never. <laughs> never going to happen, dude. None of you Dems are getting well, did my you, vote. Did you see the president's response to the fact Sorry. that uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer don't want to get anything done for the past four weeks? Did you see what he did this weekend? Mm, unless you got something I didn't see, but go pissed, pissed everybody off by signing four executive orders. Figured if they don't want to write the new stimulus bill, he'll just start signing ex- executive orders. Exactly. So he put four of them but, out this weekend. Right. So the checks have already been signed and all this. They're just waiting on the release or whatever. Well, right? that was that was one more complicated. Than I understand, that, but, but that uh, was one. But I mean, no, it was. I mean, uh, go ahead. No, it was the uh, so the unemployment. So they yep. he, he signed the executive order for the unemployment to reenact that, and he took it down to four hundred dollars instead of the six hundred dollars, which a lot of people will agree with. Um, yeah, because the student, they're sitting around on loan. their ass, not making. They're, they're making more money on unemployment than they are. And that's going and that's why the, the so, thought behind it that they lowered it is it is to make sure that people were still getting taken care of, but at the same time, it kind of encourages them to go back to work. And it, and it's the, fine, but that was supposed to end in July. It, it, it did. It ended July thirty first. It yep. was over with. Right. And so that was an extension for that, which is one of the things that they were supposed to accomplish. They also signed the um, uh, the student loan. Um, I, don't, I don't remember if it was a forgiveness or deferment. Um, they also, he also signed $23 billion in student loans that are out there right now. Yes. Oh yeah. It's a huge number. It's a huge number. Huge. Yeah. Not, no. Nope. You know, okay. But what else? And then on top of that, it was, uh, what was it? It was also the, um, the eviction stopping the evictions. Yep. Um, yep, yep, and yep, then yep. there was a, there because was a my neighbor, my neighbor, right. One. The, the landlord just come up and said, uh, you guys are gone. They had to move Jerry, he's like, uh, you can have my big screen TV, my weed whacker. Uh, here's all my bulbs for my flowers. And uh, we didn't even get an eviction notice, but uh, landlord's taking over the house, and we, we got to go. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's some laws about that stuff, bro, Jer. You know, I'm yep. like, you, know yep. uh, you might want to fight back, but, you know, he's an older guy. He, he might not know clearly, and I tried to explain a few things to him, but I don't, I don't think he understood. So they basically just gave up and just got kicked out of their house for the last four years. Yeah. They just got kicked out of their house. I, my neighbor, the backyard guy, he, he's gone. So Well, I, and, I, it, and there's loopholes in that, in that bill, the original one and the one that the president just signed. I mean, there's loopholes in it because a lot, a lot of that has to do with it might, doesn't necessarily apply to um, slumlords. You know, it's more for federally funded, you know, HUDs and FHAs and, and you know, mortgages that are, you know, done that way or rents that are done that way. Sure. So, I mean, there's going to be, and you know, especially if it's a slumlord, I mean, if there's a way the slumlord is going to find a loophole, he's going to find it, you know. so Right, and, but, 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 but Port Huron and the uh, Landlord Association, I know a little bit about, um, they gave those guys $5,000 to fix up these houses and stuff like that. If, and if they didn't, they comply. 
Did you notice uh, recently in the last couple of years that they have actually took down a lot of uh, de- de- uh, decrepit buildings or houses or mm-hmm. whatever? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're just taking them down because yes. uh, you know there there was a lot of slumlords. Yep, and uh, you know either fix it up or something like that. But my point is um, harder to get and rent a place now than it ever was before. Correct. Because of the Landlord Association. Yes. Because they would rent to anybody, to anybody, to any, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. Uh, you got to deposit down or, or, yeah, we'll take your money. But it's such a shithole, you know, and finally they put a stop to that. And yep. it was like, all right, here's $5,000. Uh, fix up your fucking shithole. And I know you're going to bleep that. <laughs> but uh, you just, I thought there was a thing where you just can't kick somebody out, especially during like the winter and families and stuff like that. And, uh, but my point is, is Jerry walked up to me and said that his landlord never even had a court order to evict. He just said, you have to move. I was like, I don't think you can do, I don't think legally he can do that. Well, he can't, he can't. But, but if, if the tenant, if the tenant doesn't, doesn't push doesn't back. Doesn't know or push back. Then, you know, they, they I don't mean, if know. he just does it, he just does it. And that's, you know, that's. See, that's the thing with the rights. You, you're not, you're not in the now and the no. And I talked about that with corporate, but if you don't know and you just, you know, you just play along and that, that's it, that's what you get. And so, that's, and, and usually and, people like that are bullies anyway. So they're just going to come and bully you and just, you know play the game and force your hand and and for a guy like your your neighbor he potentially just went oh, okay i guess i gotta go and he just but he's know, a retired chose. he was a retired selfridge i mean for 40 years yeah but probably didn't know any better and didn't know the laws didn't, and didn't know, know the rules and, nope. and just said i'll listen to this guy because and they this planted is what all these flowers and they did all this beautiful backyard stuff in the back and like that and then all of a sudden gotta go mm-hmm. done oh mm-hmm. like wow well, that's why you need to know your laws. That's why you need to know how Thank it works. Thank you. That and, was and my make that sure was, you, that make was sure my you point. keep up on on your rights and and what you're protected by. And if you don't know, make sure you consult a lawyer or somebody that can help you through those times. So, yeah, that's our uh, that's our uh, public service announcement for the week. But <laughs> we did a good job. So the we last did a good job. Yeah, with so that the, one. so yeah. the last one that uh, that he signed, I forgot about that one. Was the uh, was oh, the payroll ahead. the payroll tax, um, the deferment yes. of the payroll taxes, and that will start September first. Um, I do believe September first to December thirty first. If I am not wrong. Yeah. No, that probably sounds about right. And the and the no, ironic been, thing is, we've been talking about it. It's not me and Gina. It's not a forgiveness. It's a deferment. Mm. Which is which is cute because he's now now what he'll do and I can already tell you this because I already know the way the president operates, he's already said that if I'm reelected, I'll make this a permanent fix. But right now it's just a deferment. So do you really want that payroll tax forgiven right now, or would you rather just pay your payroll tax? Because if he doesn't get reelected, that payroll tax is going to come back into full effect at the end of the year. And guess what? Sure. You owe that six. You're going to bite. Six point two and one point three or whatever it is for the for the federal tax, and then the, I believe the Social Security that they're taking away. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. I, I we weren't very clear on. Uh, it, it, there wasn't the state rolled into that, right? It was, no, no, no. Oh, here it is, right the, here. It was the uh, federal. It's uh, six point two, six point two percent for Social Security, Social Security. and one point four five for Medicare. Okay, through December thirty first. All right. So what? Right, so I was right with December thirty first. Went and it starts September. It does not have a start date on here. I, I, I don't quote me. I swear to God, people, but I, I, th- I do believe that it starts uh, September first. Well, September regardless, 1st it is December only 31st. a deferment right now. It's a deferment, right? Same with your. 
unemployment checks, folks, that you're going to have to pay the taxes on when it comes time. Not if you've been paying taxes on it all along. If, yeah, if you went that route. Yeah. Right. Yep. But if you didn't and you're just sitting here thinking it's a bunch of free money, <laughs> <laughs> got news for you, suckers. Yeah, that's the way that works. But uh, here's the thing that I like. Uh, Ted Cruz, right? Yes. All right. Not to be underestimated because I, I kind of like Ted Cruz. I mean, wasn't my first pick or whatever, but now he, he's he's not great he's not the worst but here's the thing what i like about ted cruz and uh, i'm not i just get off uh, ted cruz not that i was ever on him but you know that's what she said i get off him uh here in a minute but what i like about him is that he said that if anything that he can do in his willpower he wants to abolish the irs and i have been man like pro just get rid of them sons of bitches and i'm like and he's preaching the choir i mean you can google it you can youtube it i don't care how you get to it go to senator uh ted cruz watch some of this stuff and then google uh irs man that guy is an advocate to abolish the irs nice and i've said and i fought the irs and i i don't know if i've talked about this before that i have fought the irs and I'm maybe in private conversations with you. Yeah, I don't think we ever about talked be- about it on the show. Not on the show, but being, well, and I won't get there. But uh, I said in the next 10 years, there, because a lot of people don't know that the IRS is not a government uh, funded or payrolled, uh, you know, institution. Right. Right. So it needs to be abolished. It needs to go bye-bye. <laughs> and it just is. You pay taxes when you earn your check, and you go spend that 6, uh, 6% on that hard-earned cash that you get every every week, right? You, 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 I mean, you get taxes taken out of your check, and then you go to the store for every dollar that you got left after you pay taxes out of your paycheck. You still got to go pay 6% tax on all the other shit that you buy. Yes, so I mean, you're getting really taxed twice. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, yeah. it just it just you have is federal and local. Right. So I mean, but anyway, he's an advocate for to abolish IRS, and I will support him if he runs <laughs> if he runs for president in 2024. I'm voting for Ted Cruz. <laughs> you're all I'll in. Give man. a shit. I'm you're all in, in man. Hell yeah. Right. Well, preacher, well, preacher man for mayor and Ted well, Cruz for president. Well, no, I mean, if, if I can get on the ballot and run for vice president for Ted Cruz, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm not you, kidding, bro. You might, you might want to start for mayor first. I'm not kidding, bro. No, I'll just sign myself in. I'll do that Bugs Money sign in, uh, you yeah. know, vice president thing or see whatever. See if you can uh, see if you can get on the mayor ballot first and keep your city from being burned, and then uh, and then maybe you'll you'll be able to talk to Ted Cruz after that. But uh, I tell you, you what, gotta, you got to start somewhere. I am serious. I am. I'm making a commitment, and I'm not going to lie to you, folks. 2024, I am running for mayor of Port Huron. <laughs> I am. That's just. There it is. I got. I got four years, and I'm doing it. I. I am dead set. Dead set against not letting anybody else win that election. <laughs> Get on it. Bribery or no, I'm just kidding. Get or contortion or uh, you know, no. I'm just saying. I will. <laughs> I will lie and cheat my way into that office. 
<laughs> well, that's a uh, you might uh, need me to scrub that off the podcast. No, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you want that out there. Some so your your running mate they or will your, take your that. competition will be running back there. Dude, and going, they will take that and then throw that in my face. Oh, absolutely, they will. And I mean that in all sarcastic, <laughs> yes, uh, uh, yes, they in will. different ways or like that. So I just want to go on the record that yeah, that was sarcastic bullshit, and yeah, so so you can't use that against me because uh, even if you do, you're still gonna have to throw in this quote from that what I said that oh, it was a that's bunch not, of sarcastic. Have you not watched the news lately? That is not how it works. You, you can can't watch cover, a, you, can, you can watch you can a, say something, but you can't cover your ass after you say something. Because you can watch a speech <laughs> one minute, and the only and the speech could be three minutes long, but there's only going to be one sound bite, and it's going to be the the, the, yeah. the three yeah, sentences yeah, 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 yeah. that make you look like an asshole. Right. So that's just the way it works. So you're gonna reminds put it out me there. of like uh, Max Headroom, <laughs> you know, bad bad that you know when he's yep. talking, they you know, they got the <laughs> you know the choppy thing, yeah, yeah, and just put it in whatever Did, you want. Didn't we just have a conversation? about truth and media yes we did, did. okay so yes, we did. so if you want to spit that stuff out there <laughs> you pay the consequences for it i did too <laughs> i heard it what you heard it. you heard it right here people live live lie, lie cheat and steal lie cheat and there. steal to get in my office man for mayor for 2024 <laughs> use it and abuse it and yeah, whatever however way you want to do it i don't care <clears throat> Well, that's actually, that. I, I, actually, I might just run on that. You know, that might be my slogan. Honesty? I'll do anything to lie, steat, and chill to get into the mayor's office. That'll be my slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. That's going to be my slogan. Oh, no. You need to leave. <laughs> That is one of my favorite soundbite drops <laughs> clips of all time, dude. I know. I wonder what ever happened to that poor guy. I feel so bad for that guy. That uh... could we? Uh, we should dig him up one day and just see what's going on. That'd be funny. I mean, I feel bad for him, but I don't because he's the one that opened his mouth. He really you know? did. It's like you know, I can't believe he didn't get sucker punched. I, I, I mean, either. Like clocked. Me I mean, we watched the video. Remember that? Yep. That nope. dude was that far from getting sucker punched, man. If, if there would have been anybody else in that room that was just feeling just a little bit jumpy, yeah. he would have got clocked. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> he would have got clocked. I mean, the whole room was on an oh. uproar when he when, when those words came out of his mouth. <laughs> he he would have got clocked. It's like, oh, my Lord, I can't believe you just said you that. You need to leave. Yep. You know, I mean, that, that is a perfect I wonder if he's still in the same school district. I, he I, I think he moved yet. I, I'm pretty sure he moved. <laughs> <laughs> Probably hired a lawier and said, "Hey, man, you need to hell need, out of here. You need to move to Albuquerque." <laughs> yeah, so, how'd you do for a deep dive this week? You uh, you running there first? You want me to take off with it, dude? I got the deep dive, man. I've been thinking about this, man. There was two of them, and uh, this is the one I'm coming up with. All right, so well, I you, really like that, and I know you got this covered because I'm gonna actually run back to the uh, bathroom real quick. If you got, uh, if you want to roll with it. Yeah. All right. Go with it. Can we let this one run for a minute, man? Because I really dig this tune, man. I know you guys are going to really love this the song. The show is yours. Yeah. And I know you guys got... Oh, go ahead. And uh, Scooter Man is out of here. And uh, I'm going to leave it up to the preacher to uh, do this deep dive. So uh, I just want to let you know that uh, I'm losing you. Can you guys guess what's coming up? You guys know the song? Way back in the 70s, man. We talked about this on some of the uh, earlier podcasts when we dug up some 45s that were rolling around in my box back there. Um, some Rod Stewart, man. So check this out, man. This is one of my favorites right here.
Hey! Rod Stewart with some Jeff Beck. Back was he with Jeff Beck back then? Okay. Well, Jeff Beck or uh, Rod Stewart in the faces. Back in the day, the faces. But uh, yeah, Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart have a long history, man. Uh, well, see, I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart, man. Wait, they, I mean, they started out together, man. Those guys were awesome, man. Okay. Yeah, see, I, I did not know that about Jeff Beck. Oh, yeah, yeah Jeff just, Beck, Rod Stewart, man. Uh, uh, great, great. Uh, don't put those two together, man. Uh, another uh, another great duo, man. Yeah. Under, un, underestimated. Uh, I mean, I know you're not a Rod Stewart fan, but I do. I'm not. I, I'll be the first I, to admit it, and that's no, fine. That's why not. I don't, yeah, I didn't realize Jeff Beck was part of it. And, and, and Oh, you know. Jeff Beck's been with Rod Stewart since day one, early 70s, man. Uh just playing some wicked lead uh, guitars and uh, riffs and cranking out all those great Rod Stewart songs and you know that I grew up with. It's nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, one of well, it's a good other- tune. That's actually, even though I'm not a Rod Stewart fan, I do I, I dig that tune. That's a that's a, Man, that, is, you- that is a good tune. It's got you know the guitar. The, the guitar is just it's it's standalone. It's all right it's, there with the yeah. piano, man, and yep. it's just that, that that sound that you can't get back. Remember we yep. talked about that. I know you're Motown, and you know. And that kind of uh, R&B kind of guy, you well, know, and bringing that back and stuff. And, <laughs> but that was that was a sound that you uh, you just can't get anywhere else, man. You know. Yeah, and probably you know, seventies. I was probably more. I guess well, I didn't even know what you called the genre back then. Yeah, I mean, that was, it was uh, probably rock, or you know, now we call it classic rock, or now every, we, now we call it old timer music. But I was kind of more the Pink Floyd Doors, you know, uh, more rock, more rock. The Who, the you know the, those type of things. So yeah, Rod Stewart really wasn't in my wheelhouse. And then as as he evolved and you know moved in the that was seventy one. Yeah, you know as every he, pitcher tells a story. I I evolved into a completely different you know genre of music where he just didn't fit into it at all. You know as he became more poppy and 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 all that. So um, yeah, I just I just never. Well, yeah, a fan, he was but, a he was a sex god for the well, uh, for the women, man. You Maybe know? I was jealous. And, and, they, they, and they, Maybe I know, was just jealous. And you, you heard <laughs> you heard all the stories, you know, backstage sucking a bunch of guys off, and he was so that's what she said, full of cum that he couldn't go on stage, and it was you know they debunked that shit anyway, and it was all you know something to discredit him. <laughs> sure, but you know, but you know, here's that idea, here's that uh, thing where you know once you put it out there and you put that in someone's head, you know. You almost can't forget it, you know. I mean, because it's always a stigma. It's it's, it's just going to be there. Well, that's what happens. You know, I mean, it's exactly but, what happens. So uh, yeah, so the faces, uh, Rod Stewart and the faces. Uh, you are they, fake news. They they came up with a reunion back in uh, two uh, 2015 at Hurtwood, and uh, guess they rocked the house on that one. And I don't have that uh, that uh, particular song because I actually wanted this original song. Uh, no. And I'm not. I'm not. Probably not going to knock anything from the 215 uh, Hurtwood uh, faces. I'm. I'm losing you song, and I'm sure that's a great tune. And it's probably about eight minutes long. But uh, obviously, <laughs> we can't. We're not going to play that one. But uh, you know, one of my other favorite Rod Stewart song. I mean, of all time was uh, "People Get Ready" with Jeff Beck on guitar. 
people get ready for the train is coming. Okay. Yeah. You remember I'm, that song? Yeah, I am. I am familiar with that one. Dude, yep. you know, yep. with Jeff Beck wailing on guitar in the background and uh, just uh, just one of my favorites, man, you know. But uh, those were the albums, man, you know, that were laying around, you know, back in <laughs> yeah. the 70s, you know, that your your mom had or your uncle or somebody else had, you know, that were just laying around and it was like, you know, I remember listening to uh, uh, Billy Joel, uh, Strangers, uh, Rod Stewart, you know, all the Bob Seger, Neil Diamond, um, the Bee Gees. I mean, I can go on and on, but those were the albums that were laying around, you know. Well, so it's funny you say that because you you said my mom, and I'm like, I know there was no Rod Stewart in the house, but I do remember uh, Neil Diamond and Conway Twitty. <laughs> so, okay. Go to one extreme to the other, but, well, maybe not. You know, I guess that's not a far stretch, but, uh, yeah, Ronnie Millsap, a um, lot of country, a lot of country in my mom's. My mom's wheelhouse, but yeah, there's definitely Neil that, Diamond. That, that, good for you, man, because I didn't really appreciate country until uh, maybe about 20 years ago. Well, I never said I appreciated it. Oh, I just okay. Said, <laughs> I said that's what my mom was laying around. Oh, see. All right, well, <laughs> you, you confused with what was laying around the house with what uh, I appreciated. I mean, I had I had, uh, I had ACDC and uh, <laughs> Pink Floyd and, yeah, no, different, different wheelhouse. I liked my uh, dad's album collection more than I like my mom's. I'll put it that way. All was, right. Well, uh, give me. Uh, well, here, uh, let's just do this. We'll do this real quick. Give me uh, five of your dad's top albums and five of your mom's albums. You know, oh, I know. Well, I know you can do it. Yeah. So mom, mom was uh, just laid on me. This is just for uh, me was, and you. Uh, right was, here was definitely Neil Diamond, uh, Conway for, Twitty. Your mom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My mom, Neil Diamond, Conway, Conway Twitty. Twitty uh, your mom's side. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, Willie Nelson. Willie. Uh, Love um, Willie. And that was kind of, we didn't hear it very often, but she had that one. Um, Ronnie Millsap and probably. Wow. Oh, boy, I'm going to struggle to find a fifth one with my mom. Um, you know, the main, the, really the main one, you know, probably probably about six Neil Diamond albums because she was just a huge Neil Diamond fan. And who um, was And really, who wasn't? I mean, well, how, all, could, how all, could you not be? You could, all you had genre. Yeah. I mean. Probably Johnny Cash would be the other one that I yeah that really? stood out. Yeah, yeah, there there was definitely some Johnny Cash. Um, I'm so a, basically, all country. Yeah, pretty much, pretty okay. much. Okay. Uh, my dad so was. Your dad. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm really curious on this one. Top number one with my dad that I probably heard more than anything was Fleet, Fleetwood Mac Rumors. Yeah, um, great you know, album. Some, some Fog Hat, uh, some Doors, um, some Pink Floyd. Got all those albums. Um, some. Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Um, and it's one of my favorites too. Uh, <laughs> can you see the? Can you can you visualize can, the album? I cover? can hear the song because I still play it to this day on the jukebox. Right, and, but can uh, you see the album cover? That's my curiosity. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, ah, I can't believe I'm going blank. But uh, Moody Blues. But uh, I mean, yeah, that gives you an idea of where he was at. No, it wasn't Moody Blues. Um, uh, nope. Okay. Oh, not there. Anyways, yeah, it, no. got me on the spot. Uh, yeah. It'll it'll pop out about 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 twenty minutes from now. That's all, all right. Just no, that'd out, be but. good. No, I mean. <laughs> so anyway, here's. Uh, can I do this? Here is the uh, faces. I know I'm losing you. Reunion 2015, Hurtwood Park by uh, Rob Yadlin. And I recognize that. That's Jeff Beck. Okay. Jeff Beck is jamming, man. Gotcha.
Rod Stewart, 2015. That guy's got to be like 70-something, 70, 75. Well, it's funny. I don't know what you found there, but the uh, the 1970 recording was better than the 2015 recording because that one why, sounds terrible. That's what I'm saying. I didn't <laughs> It sounds want, like a tin can. <laughs> I wanted to do the justice of the song, you know, but probably being there live. Yeah, probably somebody recorded that on their phone live, the and that's, that's what's posted on there. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, I remember that one for sure. All right. Well, very good. Very good. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, I guess I just never realized that Jeff Beck was uh, that involved with Rod Stewart. So, um, oh, it's right here. Very good. Yeah, Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart. Let me just see what's going on. I'll give you, uh, thir- give me 30 seconds right here. What do we got? Rod Stewart joins Jeff Beck on stage at the El Roy Theater in Los Angeles. And this is uh, this is actually a song I was talking about. This is what I wanted you guys to hear with some Jeff Beck. People get ready. People get ready for the train is coming. You don't need no ticket. You just get on board. So what year was that? Rod Stewart and Jeff Beck. That would have been uh, April twenty second, two thousand nine. Okay. Yeah. All right. So huh. six years previous to the other garbage can <laughs> <laughs> scenario that you. Yeah. So well, that was one, definitely a much, a much better quality than the. Uh... <laughs> but no, that was that Jeff Beck Rod Stewart thing I was talking about, yep. and that was such those guys, man. I'm telling you, I, I don't know. If if I didn't grow up and and know some of that stuff with those guys, I sure, man, it'd be, I'd be mad. I, I I'd be mad that it wasn't part of my collection. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. So, I hear you. Yeah, no, there's some good stuff in there. And like I say, just for some reason, you know, at those times and and whatever it was, uh, you know, Rod Stewart was never in my wheelhouse, and and nothing I know against that. him. And no, I know, and but... uh, and and I've always had a uh, admiration for Jeff Beck. Um, I, not that I've dug that deep into him, or I would know he played with Rod Stewart. So, um, so my bad there. But uh, yeah, but Jeff, yeah. I mean, back to back to the seventies, early seventies. Yep. Uh, yep. With Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart. I mean, very good. Google it. Do whatever you want to do. Well, but yeah, that was my. I deep may dive, have. So. I may have to dig a little deeper now that you now that you turn me on a little bit. So nineteen seventy one. It's going to be two thousand twenty one. What is that? 50 years? That was 50 years ago. <laughs> 50 freaking years ago. Mm-hmm. Not quite. <sighs> Not quite. I can tell you that for a fact. Because it won't be 50 years till, uh, till October. <laughs> and, that's, and that's a truism. And that's your birth, birthday? <laughs> birthday. A birthday. birthday. Remember, that's we your... can't tell the date, but it is in October. We'll, oh, get, we'll, we'll go that far Because your co-worker will find That's out. right. That's mm. right. And if she had any skills at all, she'd find it herself. But that's fine. 
So, <laughs> so you're deep, you're deep dive, man. I know you got something. You up know, your so I you're mean, like a, you're like a Rocky Bullwinkle thing going on here. It's like nothing up my sleeve. Yeah, well, oh, presto, uh, a deep dive. And it's not really the, uh, it's not really the. I mean, everybody, you know, every this band's no secret to anybody. And it's definitely not a deep dive on the band because it didn't matter whether you were into. And everybody knows I'm, you know, I was very much into the punk movement and the new wave movement and all that. And, you know, and they fit right in that genre. But um, Depeche Mode went so, so big with, you know, with with their music that they covered. I mean, they, they got played on pop stations. They got played on rock stations. They got, paid, you know, played on. They, they were all over the place. And they Can I politely interrupt? Absolutely. It really depends on the year that you were born to what you got to listen to exactly when those songs came out and what you heard. Uh, over and over on either MTV or the radio or whatever, and uh, some of those songs either stayed around or had left. True. Very quickly. And, yep. and if they were good, they stayed around forever. Yeah. And if they were bad or just that one-hit thing or whatever, they Correct. Were, it, it was very short-lived. And then they the I, I don't know what happened with the DJs or the radio uh, hosts or whatever, why they wouldn't... Uh, do you remember? It was like they were almost selective on why or what they played. I mean, did they get royalties because they played certain songs or over and over? Or some of them did back in the day. You know that um, that happened a lot where the um, where the recording labels would um, you know would pay the radio stations a certain so type much of royalty, extra. or sometimes they just get you know off the book spiffs. Or there was a lot of that that went on back then. Right, um, you know, it's, probably a lot of handshake deals. Yeah, you know, back in the thing. day when you know, remember that when you could get hired uh, with a handshake, mm-hmm. and hey, I'll see, you, I'll see you on Monday. You talk to a guy on Friday. You 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 quit your job, you quit your job on Friday, and you had a new job on Monday. Right, you know? right, exactly. Not not, you no, know. but yeah, the same thing with the radio DJs. It's like, yeah, eh, we'll play the song and uh, we like it and. Uh, and, and I think a lot popular, of that, you know, popular I mean, to vote or whatever, you not know? not as much in the 80s or the 90s. But if you go back to the, you know, especially the 50s and 60s, um, you know, if you go back to those days, a lot of that was was producers and um, and bands themselves going out and doing the work. You know, they they would actually go to, you know, like like Elvis, you know, running around to different so, radio stations and play oh, my did. stuff. You With uh, Johnny Cash, Elvis, and, and, and the Big Bopper, and all those guys, you know, they, uh, actually, uh, Little Richard, they had to go to town, to town, and produce and get, running, uh, running to the station, around, around, like, you know, what's, here's, what's going on? Here's my, here's yeah. my music. Play my music. Play my music, and begging right. them and promising them favors, and you know all those things. So, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it was it was a different time back then, and you know, so there's there's some of that that you know some of that that happened, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's definitely a different world from back in those days. You know, it's changed a lot, but, um, and you're right, you know, so, so your point, your point well taken is, you know, there was a, it depended a lot on where you grew up and when you grew up and what you heard and what was the thing for that time and what you for remember. For that year. It, it's but, almost that year or it could be sure. even six months. And I mean, it, it was just, a, and it was there and then was gone or, yep. or just kept playing. And it very much could be. But for the most for the most part, I mean Depeche Mode, you'll still hear Depeche Mode on the radio today on certain radio stations. On one hundred five point five, which is the Port Huron rock station right now, yeah, they Port do. Gay. Well, they do play um, <laughs> some other stuff, 
you know. It's like, yeah, no, I no, I understand. That's but they my, do play Depeche Mode, and, and that's my yeah. point. I mean, they've they've stood true to the test of time, and and they're one of those bands that, and that's why I was saying that is it didn't matter whether you listened to them in the '80s or whether you listened, you know, or you just found them in the '90s or but you or heard even of them. today, you know. I, mean, I don't with care some of their what genre like, you've uh, ever been into or whatever, but you've heard of Depeche Mode. You know, music for it's the masses. It's inescapable that you've not. You've not not heard of, and that's a double negative in case you didn't know. Sure, but you've not not heard of Depeche Mode. No, I mean songs like songs like Music for the Masses or you know Black Celebration. Or, Dude, I pulled out a double um, negative, man. You did. Wow. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, you know they've had some great hits. It's pretty smart. But, um, just can't you're get pretty, enough. You're I mean, pretty you, smart. You still hear "Just Can't Get Enough" on the radio. You, you know, you still. That's just that's just almost like a like almost a pop hit that that will show up on so many different you know genres of of, of radio. And um, it was because uh, Depeche Mode honestly um, was college, and then when I heard it mainstream, I was like, "Wow!" It just jumped from college to mainstream. Yep. And yep. I was like, "Wow, okay, well." I guess these guys got something going on. Well, my reason for choosing this song <clears throat> was I'm, I'm, I know there is, you know, and it's and, and this goes back to I believe uh, eighty eighty four. I think this was on the Music for the Masses album, and um, this goes back to eighty four. And it was funny because I've been hearing it. You know, I listen. One of the stations I listen to on a daily basis is um, is is a new wave station, and they still play on serious. Uh, yeah, on serious, yep. and it, and they still play it quite a bit. And it's funny every time I hear it, I go. Man, does that fit for today? You know, I mean, you go back, you go back thirty years, and and this song still howl, howls true with what we're living in today, and it's a great deep dive because it was not one almost, of their one of their mainstream. Pick this, pick this one off. It was not one of their mainstream songs by any means, but um, you know, but it kind of still stands out, and it's it's still true today. So uh, you know, let me run this one for you, people. I knew it. You didn't even have to tell me. I couldn't even see that far. People are people, so what does it mean? understand what? you know i mean it's i don't know it just it just every time i hear it i go yeah you know it, music music is so simple and so complicated all at the same time and it's and to listen to that and go yeah that sounds so simple and why and, can't why can't we just play that song for the whole country and everybody go and, and a light goes on and goes huh you're right we are different colors. We are different well, breeds. Well, I don't know. And, Probably because the DJs don't play the stuff that like they were. Why can't to. you? Why, why, did why do song, you and I have to Why disagree? did that song I, get played I, I, and that song didn't get played? That's yeah. what I'm getting to. I mean, it's like, you know. Yeah. I, I told you I had that one friend in Wisconsin, and uh, I was all about the music, and she was all about the lyrics, yep. and 
it's still, and we argue this point, and I'm like, you can't have the lyrics without the music. Sure, it, it's you have to have both, and and when they intertwine and they they fit perfectly, and they they come up with the uh, inevitable perfect song that you just can't argue with, yeah. and it doesn't matter who did it or nope. whatever. It just you can't argue with it. A good song is a good song, and I'm I'll say it over and over. Sure, country, rap, uh, 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 new wave, punk, metal, uh, hardcore, thrash, uh, on and on and on and on. If it's a good song, it's just a good song. I don't care. You know what? I'm stuck on, and I'll say this right now, and I I just got to get this out of the way because this song it doesn't matter where I've been going lately for the last week, um, and. It wasn't even going to be my deep dive, man, but I just got to get this guy out there. I like, have you heard of a guy named James? Just James. I think so. I think he, I heard he, the name. He, he did that one song. It's called Laid. It's called Laid. Mm, and yeah. it, it, it's, a, it's a great song, and it's a very popular song. It's okay. just James. It's just, you know. But the uh, other one uh, that he does uh, that I can't uh, get out of my head is... Uh, uh, and I forget the name of it, <laughs> and and I played it a hundred times this week, and I still uh, can't get it. Uh, 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 here we go, Google. I'm going to Google. <laughs> so anyway, carry me for a minute, brother. <laughs> well, go ahead. I no, uh, I, no I, I I I don't know. No, Jane. It, it's just one of those songs. It's it's just stuck in your head, and you just can't get it out. And he's like doing this Indian wire, like. Whoa, 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 whoa. And at first of all, I thought it was, um, honestly, uh, what was uh, Christy Hines? Uh, Simple Minds, you know, mm-hmm. Chris, uh, Christy or uh, Patty Smythe went out with the lead singer. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Patty Smythe went out with the lead singer from, like, Simple Minds. Mm-hmm. Guy mm-hmm. was like a dork or something or had that little weird haircut or right. whatever. I don't why they ever hooked up, I have no idea. And uh, <laughs> you can do your deep dive. You guys can do your deep dive on that. Uh, Patty Smythe went out with the lead singer from Simple Minds. So anyway, but uh, uh, you know, it, it. I kept hearing the song, and I was like, "Man, it sounds like a Simple Minds song. Like it's exactly something they would do." But it, uh, when I I, I hit uh, Google, and it's you know, if if you go to Google and it's got the sound uh, little microphone on there. And it'll actually. Uh, what song are you know? What song is this? Do you have you ever done that or whatever? It's almost like a sound, sound hound or yeah, whatever. Right, right. And it'll it, Google will actually pick up the song that you're mm-hmm. playing and it, it'll do it. And it was like, all right, one hundred five point five did it. And I was like, wow, 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 wow. And he's doing this whole crazy thing. And I'm thinking, man, that's Simple Minds. Boom. Wrong answer. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was James. And, okay. Um, I guess this guy's got like seven, eight albums out there, man. So Well, there's your deep dive I'm, for the next week. I'm really curious to get into James, and uh, I, I want to because I like that that style, but, I mean, that was 15, 20 years ago, you know. Well, there you go. That'll give you something to dig into for uh, for your next deep dive. So, yeah, jump into that. But, in, but as far as this week goes, we should probably get you to dig into your uh, into your top eleven for the week. Yeah, I could definitely do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, so I this mean, we this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> jump into her and top uh, eleven is gonna be fun. Save uh, save James for your next show. Oh, I will. Well, anyway, the top eleven uh, this week would be. Uh, Things not to touch in a restaurant 
or a grocery store. And I know you got some uh, <laughs> opinions about this because we discussed this in right. the, er, the earlier, uh, the earlier years, non-recorded uh, session that we had. But yeah. So number eleven. I mean, where do you want to start? Don't touch the produce in the stores. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't manhandle the banana or the the apple or whatever, and then put it back down. Right. I right. mean, don't just don't. The next guy or girl's got to come along and touch the same thing that you just touched. And that's probably going to be the theme for the rest of this top 11, what to touch and not to touch. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it, it's it's pretty obvious, you know, but, I mean, there's 50 of them out there, but I just picked 11 of them. So, yeah, the produce. Don't, don't touch it. It's dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, it might not be. It was clean before you touched it. <laughs> it's just. You it's know. probably the only reason they ever tell you to, to uh, wash your produce because it's not it's not what happens to it once it, when it leaves the farm. It's probably what happens to it after it gets to the grocery store. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, <laughs> how many people have touched that? And you brought up a valid point earlier. It's like you were shopping for a what graduation card. Mm-hmm. How many people have touched that card before you touch that card? How are you supposed to shop with shop for a card without touching them? I mean, you're supposed to look at them. I mean. That is one of the probably the main things that you have to do on a daily basis. A death, anniversary, birthday, wedding. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on right. and on and on. And how many people have touched those cards before you even got there? And how long have they been sitting there? Right. Before you even got there. I mean, that that uh, shopping for shopping for a card is probably the biggest spread of coronavirus I can think of. <laughs> I'm just saying, you yep. know. Yep. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, ay 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 You know, don't touch that. <laughs> just quit touching the no produce. No touchy. Just quit touching the produce. <laughs> All right. So number ten. I'm just gonna rattle these off from memory. Do it. It's like you know what you shouldn't do or touch or what you don't leave your dirty dishes and if you coughed or sneeze into your napkin when you're done with the meal and wiping your mouth and blow your nose and you leave it for the server on the table that's freaking disgusting dude i mean it is you know what i mean just why i mean carry that out with you or take it with you i mean but i understand it's so hard because you use the utensils you use the plate you use the glasses and like that but a snotty wiped off mouth maybe blew your nose or hacked a piece of fat into a napkin you know we've all done it eating prime rib or something yeah i mean you know what i'm talking about it's like something that just doesn't agree with you you probably spit into a napkin before or whatever it's just i just spit it on the floor just like <laughs> you used to but can you still get away with that or, or not i i don't know who's gonna stop me who's gonna stop you i mean if nobody's <laughs> if a tree falls in a wood who you know it's right right <laughs> Yeah. Well, laugh this off. All right, so let's go back to the grocery store. All right. So you're walking around, right? Besides the cards and the produce or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you pick up something and it accidentally falls out of your hand. And you drop it and you break it. What do you do? Do you you just, like, cover it up or you just keep going by? Or do you, like, pick up the remaining whatever it is and put it on the shelf? 
Oh, I yes. eat it before I get caught. <laughs> that was the other one I was going to... Oh, you jumped you jump ship on me on that one. Jesus. Yep. yep. Don't leave I don't, that. I don't want to pay for it, and I don't want to get a new I one. I know, but you touched it. Now it's exposed. Now it's broken. Now everybody's got to see it. Yeah, and, I just eat you know, it. It just... I hate I hate it when it's a glass jar because that hurts. But no, yeah, I just I just eat it. All right, so so we we've covered three. So number four is like running around with the cart, and you just start to start eating it out of the bag. You just open it like a bag of Doritos, and you just can't wait to pay for it. You pay for it when you get there, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you just got to have some right now. Like uh, maybe there's like a bag of grapes or something that you just can't wait to get into that. It's going to lower the price if you eat before you get there. <laughs> really? You can't do that. That's theft. It is theft. Yes. And that's the thing. That is another form of theft. You cannot No eat. touchy. Don't touch it. My point. Again, don't touch. <laughs> don't eat a bunch of food walking around the freaking grocery store while you're shopping, man. I've seen it. Have you seen it? I've Many times. Many times mm-hmm. I've seen it. Right? Yep. Yep. Gosh, don't touch your face. I think we've covered this one on a previous well, I think episode. The, I think the CDC covered this one like uh, back on March times, 23rd, I believe. How many times your grandparents, your mother, or somebody has told you, quit touching your face, quit picking your nose, quit touching your mouth, quit chewing your fingernails, quit doing this, you know. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. I mean. That's it. That that's just one of the things. Especially now, that's you know, that's a biggie. That's a biggie. No, no, I guess or whatever. I mean, right? I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Help, help me out here. <laughs> whatever. You got well, any? Let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. All right. Or that. All right. Well, I'll leave number six up to you because <laughs> no, we're, we're we're counting down. No, give no, me. No, you're here on a roll. No, give me a number six. I mean, I know there was something you said that was uh, you. You already covered it. Oh, the uh, which one? The graduation card. The graduation. Yeah, cards. I had to get a graduation card. Oh yeah. I couldn't figure out how to get a graduation card without touching it. Mm-hmm. All right. So going to the gas station, the handle. What's up with that? What's up with that handle at the gas station? How many people touch that gas station handle? You have to wear a face mask to go into the thing and then do this and this and this. But nobody is wiping down or stopping the gas handle at the gas station. It's the only reason I carry uh, nobody. a set of nobody. Rubber, rubber gloves. I, I carry a box of rubber gloves in my car just for gas station fill-ups. It's the only, the only time I ever put them on. Really? Yep. But there's always a box in my car just for that reason. And it's only been since the coronavirus because normally I wouldn't do that. Normally I'd just you know go get my gas and then lick my fingers and touch my face. But <laughs> now I now now I'm a good law-abiding citizen and I follow all the rules. So I do keep a pair of rubber gloves so I don't have to go through all that when I get gas. Where are we at? That that was uh, number six. I believe so. Number six. Number five. What else wouldn't you touch before you touch someone else? <laughs> huh? What would what would you uh, what wouldn't you touch before you touch someone else? That's a wide open question. I'm Nothing. I don't care this. about anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I always I always Listen. scratch my butt then hug my neighbor. I mean that doesn't that doesn't bother I, me. I love it. It's but not... I'm I'm just talking about I mean, would you <laughs> you're not gonna walk out of a restroom and uh, oh all of a sudden you bump into Joey and uh, you give him a sweaty man hug. You know, it's like you know, does Joey know that you didn't wash your hands when you walked out of the restroom? I always wash my hands when I when I walk into when a you, restroom. 
So, I always wash my hands when I walk into a restroom. Okay. I do. Fantastic. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you know the joke, you know, about the uh, Marine and the, the Army guy. I do not. You don't know this one? I don't think so. So a Marine and an Army guy are sitting there taking a piss together, right? And uh, the Army guy, you know, whips it up and walks out, you know, out of the uh, uh, the bathroom, you know. And the Marine goes, hey, you know, aren't you going to wash your hands? And the Army guy's like, no, no, I don't. I don't do that. He goes, you going to wash your hands? He goes, no, we were, we were trained not to, we were trained not to uh, touch our dicks before. <laughs> anyway. It's it's one of those things, you know. It, it's just it's a Marine Army thing. I don't, I can't, uh, I I screwed that one up. So. Apparently, <laughs> but no, yeah, the Marine, the basically the Marine goes is like, no, we were trained, uh, we were trained not to touch our dicks, you know, and uh, you know, not piss on ourselves. So that's why we don't have to wash our hands. Right. You know, right. You know, but that's not true in modern society. <laughs> you don't, you don't. Marines piss on their hands now. Are you pick, are you picking on a whole new genre? Because you know, I did not have a problem you, with the Scientologist, the are, Illuminati, you are killing the the uh, whatever else you went after. But you start picking on the Marines, and I'm moving the Marines. The Marines, <laughs> or were, I'm giving them your address. The Marines were trained not to piss on their hands, is what he said to the Army guy. So. Okay, so, well, don't don't start picking on the Marines, please. I would because never pick on I the could, Marines. I could tolerate a lot, but I'm going to run if you start picking on Marines. I ain't no. got that much ammo. <laughs> dude, I got a lot of ammo, <laughs> dude. If one of the special forces that I respect more dearly than all the rest, it's it's the Marines. It just it just is. <laughs> my boss, my ex boss, was a Marine, and uh, he could not tell stories uh, just because of what they did for the sure. Country. Just because what they did for the country. Sure. And uh, how could I don't you? Know, how I don't could you know, talk about I it? I don't know if you'd want to know. Hmm, probably not. But I will tell you one story if I can, if you allow me, and I won't say any names, but I will just say that. If you just let me tell the story, I'll tell it. If not, then uh, let's just move on. Probably should just move on. I probably should just probably move just on. move on. Finish your top eleven there. All right. So <laughs> things not to touch, right? Right. <laughs> Other people's microphones. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The what? comedians that go out on stage. Uh, remember when they used to do improv or whatever? Yeah. And uh, the the one comedian comes out and he goes, he. Uh, respectably uh, regrets going out after another comedian that this comedian's been spitting into and talking to. And then he went out into the crowd after um, this microphone has been used several times and sure. then shook hands with everybody. Right. And he's like, I probably shouldn't have done that, you know. And uh, he was really, really sorry and really, really mad and didn't even think about it that uh, these, these guys shared a microphone. Sure. You know. Especially in this day and age with the coronavirus. Well, yeah, in this day and age, and I watch, I watch the uh, the politicians. I watch them all the time. The politicians when they're doing press conferences, and some of them understand it completely, and some of them don't even get it one bit. And I love a clue. I I I love it when I watch that, and they're all sitting here trying to show us the right things to do, and then they'll go up there and they'll stand in front of that microphone after they come up there behind somebody else. They'll take their mask off their face. And then they'll reach out and they'll grab that microphone and adjust it. And it's like, why did you just do that? Do you have any clue what you're doing? 
But you see it though, right? Yeah. 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 All right. So we covered the gas stations, the grocery stores, the restaurants. We um, did. Do not share a sink or a bathroom with people you know. Don't, you know, if you allow them into your house and you're having a party or whatever, and I mean, do you know what they're touching in your bathroom? No. I mean, the handle, right? And then the faucet and then the toilet seat. Either they get lifted up or or down or whatever. I mean. I use my foot. (laughs) Do you? I do. Okay. When I go somewhere, I, I will flush. If it's not the uh, uh, digital uh, remote eye thing that automatically flushes the toilet for you. How many friends do you have that have those in their houses? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't, but I'm saying if you do, I mean, you don't go in. If you've been to somebody's house, I mean, are you seriously going to flush your the, the toilet with your foot? Yeah. And lift up the seat and lift it down with your foot? For sure. Oh, my God. You're a better man than I am. Yeah, the, the the top of my foot is probably much cleaner than uh, my hands. Really? And there's less chance of me touching the top of my face or anything else with my foot than there is my hands. So I figured there's less chance of me contaminating anybody or me getting contaminated by using the top of my foot to lift that toilet seat and put that toilet seat down. And sometimes I won't flush with my foot. I will I will actually use my elbow or something else. But, yeah, I, I do not. When I go to a guest house, I typically do not. Um, I do not use my hands to touch their toilet. Okay. So what number are we on? We got like three to go. I have no idea. I wasn't counting. That's all right. So number three, your garbage can. After the guy comes through and uh, does your garbage, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's been everywhere, man. You know, Johnny Cash song, I've been everywhere, man. I've touched every garbage can. (laughs) Right. And then he comes to yours and he wipes his dirty little... Maggot infested, <laughs> dog shitting, whatever, something all over your guy. And then you go out to the road and go grab your garbage can and wheel it back to the house. And then I lick my fingers. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Just to make sure I get everything off my fingers, it was on that garbage can. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Frickin' sounds delicious, man. <laughs> ah, I can't wait, man. Mm. You know, th- these are the things, you know, that you might not be aware of um <laughs> that you know might not cross your you know so if you're in a restaurant i mean so the dirty the obviously the dirty dishes or the the, the dirty glasses right we're gonna, we're gonna go back so what do you do after that i mean you walk in with your mask mm-hmm. and then you get seated and mm-hmm. then you get to take your mask off and then they cough or they do whatever and then you, you know your server still has to pick up the dishes and the glasses and you know how far do those dishes and glasses get to the sanitary process <laughs> well so that depends on the uh, location that you're going to and um and how much you trust the location you're going to because i can tell you that from experience that there's some places that do the right thing and you know that they're completely sanitary and every step of the process is completely above board there's other places that you have to be concerned about and there's many many places that i go and have beverages at um i don't eat many places i'm very very limited in the places i go lately well in general always i i I am i've always been that way and but 
in in many many places that I go to, when we you know make those roadside stops at the bar and Podunk and and whatever and in those different places, you said you Podunk. Will, you will not see me drink anything but a beer because I figure there is less chance of contamination and somebody opening a beer for me than getting a glass. That beer that, probably came from a case that, that to a cooler right to your hand. Most likely. And, and that's they, it. And they most likely use an opener to open it. And then when you're done with it, it's disposable, and you'll never have to worry or touch that thing again. But I have been in locations where I've watched them actually uh, wash the glasses, clean them off on their shirt, and then put them to dry on a dirty towel. And so I will not drink mixed drinks in those kind of places unless I'm planning on drinking so much Jack Daniels that night that it's going to kill anything that goes into me. <laughs> I don't even know where you would even hang out to do that. Uh, yeah. I could I could tell you. I don't even know if the place is still open, but uh, I probably shouldn't. But uh, we actually visually, visually experienced that. It was a new account that we were supposed to go look at about opening. And we walked in this place, and I kid you not, me and the robot bartender and another friend of ours went on to, to go basically interview or vet this this account for, you know, for equipment. We were going to sure. put equipment in this place. And we went in there just to kind of go check it out one night, uh, Saturday night. Sure. And we walked in, and it was it was rude, crude, and, and very rough in the first place. And so we went up to the bar, and I immediately said, yeah, I'll take a Bud Light. And we stood there while we were having a, having a drink and watched the bartender slash owner. Okay. I knew he was the owner. Okay. Watched the bartender slash owner. And I didn't see the dishwater that he was using. I can only imagine. <laughs> right. But I watched him wash the glasses a couple times in this dishwater. Been sitting there since uh, seven a.m. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably cold. Took him out of the out of the out of the sink. No bubbles on his shirt. No bleach. Twisted the glasses on the front of his shirt really? to dry him off, and then set him up on the bar rack with this towel that looked like it had been there since 62 and it went through two world wars. Wow. It was so brown and disgusting, this towel that was the glass rack, and I went, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm not drinking a mixed drink. My God, dude. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. I, I, I obviously, swear. I know you can't make up a, a story <laughs> I like did, that. It's not a made-up story. It just truly happened. It, this and is out there, though. We didn't even uh, get that account, and I'm so sorry that never happened because I can only imagine how that would have went. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah, true story. True story. Watched it happen. We have one drink. Got the heck out of there, and have never been back there since. I'll say okay. So number two, here's a, here's a question. So let's uh, parlay into the uh, uh, number two. Okay, here's the question. After the coronavirus is done, what would be the first thing that you would be very cautious about about touching i mean even even if the coronavirus was gone i mean what would a, with the mindset um that that it's gone i mean if there was a hint that it was still there or you know even though that it's still in embedded into the uh your your mindset sure you know? yeah uh, are you and you don't have to wear your mask or you don't have to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I mean, do you think that that's still going to be there? Sure, it is. Uh, it's always going to be there. It's going to be I, how long? I mean, years, months. I mean, how long is that fad uh, thing gonna 
going to last? I mean, after after the coronavirus is gone. Depends on where you've always been at your germaphobe level because everybody's different with their germaphobe level. Exactly. And, That's and what, what I'm they saying. believe, you know, what they believe is contagious and what they believe is not contagious and how how much they believe people disinfect and how long stuff can live. Um, my biggest thing will be, um, you know, which, which it always kind of has been anyways. Um, you know, bathrooms are always going to be number one, first and foremost, but sure. uh, secondary after that would be door handles. Okay. You know, cause that's, that's going to be the most, most contact, you know, regardless. It's always well, going to be a door handle. Obviously that's where I was headed. Yep. I mean, it was the, the most contacted, uh, social touched, uh, mm-hmm. items, yep. you know, uh, in, yep. in places that you may, I mean, yeah, you can seclude yourself or, you know, self, uh, isolate or whatever but it's like uh you still have to go out and sure touch things mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are what, let's just say in your first hour of waking up what, what are some of the first things that you touch obviously a cigarette or if you smoke or a coffee cup or depending on your service industry uh that you work in or or, or whatever or where you go or where you visit i mean Obviously, yeah, it's nothing, still gonna, nothing it's in still... my household, nothing in my residence, um, you know, because I know our cleaning routines around here. So I don't I don't worry about that kind of stuff. I, I am worried when I go out in public when I don't know what other people do. So it's right. Yeah, first and foremost, going to be a door handle. Right. Know? So I mean, there'll be other things that I think about. And well, here's the other thing. Like uh, you have a job and uh, you share uh, tools on your job. Sure. Jesus, you know, I mean, uh, Fred was here, you know, he's coughing up a storm and, uh, you know, he left early on Friday, but you know, now it's Monday and, uh, you know, Fred don't work here no more, but you know, do I, do I want to use Fred's tools or do I want to pick up where he left off? You know, especially at mechanics or, you know, those people that are constantly touching doorknobs or, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, it's, it's everywhere. It could, it it could be everywhere. We're just on high alert because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. There's the plague floating around out there. They've already confirmed cases of the plague. There's a new there's a new virus emitting in China. I mean it's it's always out there. So it's just a matter of what your what your level of concern is and how much you worry about that because uh, you know, I, I still go back to the same thing. It's uh, you be as cautious as you want to be and you take care of yourself the best you can, you take care of your family the best you can. Yep. But bottom line is And we've done that. Bottom line is if it's your time, it's your time. And, uh, you know, natural selection is natural selection. So if it's time to go, it's time to go. All right. So, <laughs> so what? There you go. There you go. And uh, I'm going to put the robot bartender on spot um, for the bonus track for number 11. And I want her to specifically share a microphone with me and get on here. And your, I, I know you got something. <laughs> It's not my dick. <laughs> she, she said, I ain't never touching that. I ain't never touching that. Dirty that that dirty little that son of a <laughs> Or I don't know where that's been. <laughs> Come on. I know you got something. I know. That there's a pet peeve. There's something that I forgot. Something that we haven't covered. I mean, obviously, there's something. The outside of my helmet. The outside of your helmet? <laughs> You got a protective helmet that you, you don't go. want you you don't want nobody touching that? Your helmet? All right. All right, so don't touch your helmet. Don't let other people use your helmet. Especially if you're uh, you know, hey, uh, you know, Johnny's going out for a ride. Yeah, get on the back and uh yeah, just just don't touch my helmet. <laughs> don't touch my helmet. Don't touch my helmet. All right. 
<laughs> All right, so there's your 11. There's your top another, 11. Another successful top 11. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. It's like two weeks in a row. You made it. I did. You made it. All by yourself. All right, so. Took off the training wheels and everything. Oh, dude, training wheels. <laughs> we put those on our bikes in our freshman year and rode them to school the first day of school. Just for, just to be, just to be idiots. Well, of course you did. We had a, I had a Schwinn Murata, and my buddy had a uh, 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 Mongoose, and we put training wheels from the bikes we found out in the garbage on Friday and rode them to school with the training wheels. Nice. Oh, yeah. Dude, we were doing peel-outs and uh, going half quarters, man, and, and wheelies with the training wheels. It was, was freaking retarded, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how much fun we had. Very uh, good. <laughs> talking about training wheels. Yeah, Lord, back in the day, we had a lot of fun on our bikes. So that was the a, banana seat with the long time uh, ago. ape hangers and all the yep. other stuff. Oh man, good yep. times, man. For sure. I I, I love the eighties. I love the eighties. So we got some rain coming. Uh, in you the know what? I think in, it's going to completely mess us. It's falling right apart. Is it really? Yeah. 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 On a Monday in so. Kentucky. What time you, for the time for the joke of the week, though. We got to get this out of the way. Yeah, what's sponsored you got? by uh, Hightower Meats once again, 810-434-6188. But uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's about time for us to get out of here. So I thought we'd get to the joke of the week. Got the uh, top seven, you know. And, and I, I was almost feeling bad when I spotted this one. I, I said I'm not sure if I did this one before or not. I don't think I did, but if this is a repeat. For all of our longtime true listeners, if this is a repeat, I apologize. But I, but I, what we won't apologize is for is our new listeners. It is a good one. Yeah. It is a good one, and I liked it. And uh, I and read it again. We all like, appreciate our new even listeners. If, uh, even, if, uh, even if you have heard this one before, I think you'll appreciate it once again. But uh, a kindergarten class had a homework assignment to find out about something exciting and relate it to the class the next day. Do you remember this one? I don't think so. No? Okay. So, not, yeah. Not to my recollection. Their assignment, the no. kindergarten class assignment was to um, to find out something exciting and related to the class the next day. So, when the time came to present what they'd found, the first little boy called upon, walked up to the front of the class, and with a piece of chalk, made a small white dot on the blackboard. And then You sat, said white and black in the same sentence. A small white dot on the blackboard. You know what? Uncomprehensible. Do you need a? Do you need a? You want me to get a blackboard and show you a picture? So, so here, let me put it this way. So little Johnny walks up to the blackboard and puts a small white dot in the in the middle of the blackboard. In the middle of a blackboard. Yes. I got. Remember, those. remember back when you were in school and they had those blackboards. They're whiteboards now. Sorry. I, yeah. They. Well, the, they're whiteboards the now. Gen Zers probably have yeah. no idea what I'm talking no, about because they don't know what a blackboard e is. Erasable, <laughs> erasable markers on the whiteboard right, now. But right. we used to have white chalk and a blackboard. And a blackboard. But so yeah, yeah. I guess this once again. Once again, jokes. The jokes in this file are very dated. Here but, we go. But back in the day, we had these things called blackboards that were kind of green. I don't know why they were called blackboards, but they I were green. I'm puzzled. And they used I'm chalk. So, I'm so puzzled right now. So, anyways, 
Do you know what I seen? Oh man, I don't mean to cut you off. I swear. Yeah, you that. do. Yeah, I did. But <laughs> there's a puzzle out there that is. Have you seen this thing? It's all white. I'm having a shot. It's all white pieces. The whole puzzle is white pieces, and you got to put all the pieces in this white. It's just a white puzzle. There's no color. It's just all we uh, all white puzzle. That's racist. And I know, but you got to put the piece. I guess it's like one of the hardest puzzles to put together. It's really weird. I I don't know if I would have the patience for that. I don't know. Especially if it was, uh, you know, a black puzzle. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. So, anyway. so do you remember the homework assignment or did you forget that already? No, Johnny, you know, put a small white dot on a black But board. do you remember what the assignment was? The what assignment, they were supposed to do? It was to find out about something about exciting about uh, related to class on the next day. Okay. <laughs> Don't even ask me how I knew so, that. So when it came time to present, they found the first wow, little boy. put me on the spot, dude. Call, called really? the first little boy up to the board. He walked up to the front of the class. Calling me out on a joke. And with a piece of chalk, he made a small white dot on the blackboard and then sat back down. Puzzled, the teacher asked him, just what was it? It's a period, said the little boy. Well... I can see that, the teacher said, but what is so exciting about a period? The little boy says, damned if I know, but this morning my sister was missing one, daddy had a heart attack, mommy fainted, and the man next door shot himself. <laughs> Thank you, 1983. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. Whoopsie doodle. Whoopsie doodle. My sister's missing a period, and I thought it was pretty special. Who says whoopsie doodle anymore? Apparently we do. Oh, man. We say a lot of things. Yeah, and some things we shouldn't. I know. <laughs> but, listen, I uh, I want to give a shout out. Are uh, we back to listen, Linda? No. Uh, a good friend of mine uh, passed away, uh, John Grant, and I just want to give a shout out to him. And Sorry uh, to hear that. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Eric, uh, Eric Kimball. Um, Anyway, we had met at the funeral, and uh, uh, just, uh, you know, you feel dated sometimes when when you have to go back and, and in your memories and uh, uh, dig up some stuff that you actually kind of forgot about, you know, for a little bit until you meet somebody that you haven't seen in 20, 30 years. Sure. And, and then then that's a whole different conversation. I mean, you could sit there for hours and friends friends like that never die because you can always pick up the conversation exactly where you left off. True that. And that's the way two of my best friends and me are. We we, we miss each other for months, years, and uh, but when it comes time, we're always there for each other, and when exactly. we, get to get, we get back together, it's like we just saw each other yesterday. Yep. I, I completely get it. And that's completely friends. Completely get it. And that is the meaning of friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. To the epitome of friends. And yep. you could just go back and sit and laugh, and it doesn't matter what's going on with the rest of the world. It's like almost forgotten, and you go back to this forgotten time that only you guys were there. And sure. If you, and if you weren't there, you... you you wouldn't have a clue or nope. it would be so hard to explain to somebody uh, the emotions or what you felt or exactly what was going on or and and it's just that thing in time that 
Yep. Same with music. Same with everything else. And we talked about that earlier. It's just you you can't rehash that unless you were there. Nope. No, nope. that's a fact. And try to explain that to somebody that wasn't there. Yeah. Yep. No, I hear it, you. It I just, hear you. Well, I'm sad for the loss of your friend, and, and good for you for giving him a shout-out. And, uh, yeah, that's that's always tough. I know I've seen a lot of it this year, and that's no fun. So, But we're going to thank you guys for showing up once again this week. And uh, we got to get the heck out of here and let you enjoy the rest of your day or evening or whenever you're listening to this. And we don't have to get out of here. Well, we, 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 we kind of do. We kind of do. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 getting late, and it's, uh, it's time to go. So. On a Monday. <laughs> so in the meantime, until we talk to you next week, we love you. We do we, love you. No, we we do. We do. And but on we, a on a quick note, we, we are out. out. Thank <laughs> you.